What's up, guys? This is Gio. This is Bob. Welcome to episode 19 of Geek vs. Geek. Are you sure it's 19? Yep, sure am. Okay, feels like I double, I double checked it. <laughs> <laughs> I know that seems to be a running thing here, but I, I just it just feels like it's 20 to me at this point. But maybe it's because we were just talking about it. Yep. Well, you wanna you wanna you wanna throw this out on the table, the pre-show conversation, or do you wanna just? Um, why not? I mean, (laughs) I feel like it just. I feel like it's a bitch, and I feel like um, I don't know. Maybe maybe just getting it, getting the frustration out. Mm-hmm. will be helpful and it'll be out there it'll be for the world and mm-hmm. we could we could just move back or at least i can move past because i i'm i'm a little more upset about the situation i think than you are and i, I wish i was not well i am but but i mean i'm at the point it's like you, you can lead a horse to water as they say but you can't make them drink I mean, all right well let's, let's just go let's just dive right into the problem um Whoever's listening to this show, we we really appreciate it. I mean, because um, yes. we uh, we don't have a lot of listeners, and it's frustrating. We put a lot of work into this show, and we have friends, we have family who pretend to be interested, who pretend even to listen to the show, and we know who they are. And when I say pretend to listen to the show, they they let us believe that they listen to the show, but they don't really. And um, I've done everything from show, you know, how to subscribe to a podcast on the iPhone app, um, on the iPhone platform, which is like, you know, a lot of our listeners are coming from you know mm-hmm. each time the show's released i've thrown the link out there i've tried to make it as easy as possible for somebody to just listen to the show i mean you know um new we get we got a few listeners um from all over the world but not not really a lot like this week there was two listeners and uh, we just released the show Thursday, last Thursday. So it's Tuesday right now. And from Thursday to now, two listeners. And I'm just going to say this. I'm going I'm to throw it back to you because um, I've told you this before the show when we were talking about it. We put a lot of effort into this. It's not just something we throw together. We put a lot of thought into it. We put a lot of work into it. I have a lot of money invested in it. You as well have, you know, you have bought physical hardware specifically for this so we could do this properly. Um, And the fact that we do it and nobody gives a shit, um, it just really, you know... We're thinking about throwing in the towel, honestly. I mean, and uh, I'm not okay with that because I really like what we're doing here. People that have listened have really appreciated it, and we've been complimented. 
you know, if somebody actually took the time to listen to the show, um, they're like, wow, you know, we, you know, I really like your chemistry, y'all. You know, you know, y'all bounce off each other. It's a smooth flowing conversation. You know, it was really good, especially our topical episodes like the personal finance episodes and the Hebegon episode. Um, those were really popular episodes and people really enjoyed them, but that's not something we want to do every day. No, we wanna, it, take, it takes a lot more work than this does. Than, than the well, traditional, it's just, you know, the personal finance episodes was a lot of work and, um, it's, it's, they, you know, they shouldn't even, you know, they shouldn't even exist. You know, we shouldn't have to put those out there. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but not everybody is, not everybody looks at things, finds things the same way we do. Not everybody, you know, comes, I mean, I've made the same comment before about other things. Whenever I listen to something or I watch something or whatever it may be, it may not hit me the first time I listen to it or watch it like, oh, this is great. It doesn't always do that. Sometimes I have to listen to or, or watch something like half a dozen times, you know, one or two times before it goes, I'm, you know, I'm going, oh, okay, I get it. And it may not be like weeks from now or days from now. It may be months or years from now. But uh, I, you know, and it's frustrating because we're almost 20 episodes into this. And I'm trying to, you know, make it interesting. You get frustrated because of the technical side of it, because it doesn't fit together like this deep little puzzle. And I don't, people, why, whoever does this, you know, with guests and everything else, they don't very, do a very good job of explaining, you know, how they came about and how they did what they did and, how it sounds the way as good as it does and you know and, and people just want information but people are such assholes about it like it's like the linux community figure it out or you know. well the linux community it's ours we don't want it to be mainstream we don't want it to be popular you know it's our thing you know. Well, uh, that's the thing. One person doesn't determine that. A mob determines that. So, uh, I don't. You know, Linux did go mainstream for a while, and it turned into Ubuntu. And uh, so, part of me understands, but at the same time, um, most people nowadays absolutely hate Ubuntu. Um, which I can understand, but. I liked it. Uh, um, I liked it before they went with that stupid. Uh, the the widget interface, I call it. Unity. I guess I don't know. Yeah, that's what it's called. Unity. Um, um, I th- I just think that was kind of dumb. On one hand, I understand because. You're trying to move Ubuntu to tablets and stuff, and you need a touch-friendly interface, but um, it lost a lot of its power, I think, um, being too too gooey. 
Um, but that that's that's a side trip. But um, uh, yeah, I mean, I do. I enjoy doing this because it gives me a chance to get out there and and be you know you know keep up with certain things that I ordinarily would not keep up with. Would not give a shit about. I mean, I wouldn't follow the news if if I, if I wasn't doing this. I wouldn't, you know, go out of my way to watch things, um, especially news, you know, because it's depressing. <laughs> I mean, let's just let's face it, it's depressing. Yeah, um, like like we were talking before the show. Um, I I don't even want to talk about Biden anymore. I, I really don't. Um, not that it's not relevant. It's just like I was saying. I don't. I don't want to be angry. Uh, I lose my shit every time I think about it, for all the wrong reasons. I mean, the fact that okay, you know, we got a president that's illegitimate, and everybody went along with it. You know, stop thinking about it. Everybody went along with it. Supreme Court went along with it. Fucking Congress went along with it. The Senate went along with it. Um, the the rightful president's vice president went along with it, and he was the only one yakking about it being unfair, and it just made him look like a sore loser. You, you know, it made it made the rightful president look like a sore loser, but everybody went along with the rigged election, and it's and it was like right out of a, a damn movie. I mean, I've never seen anything like it in my life. And you got folks out there in complete denial. Oh, the election wasn't rigged. Okay, well here's some evidence. I'm not I'm not looking at that. That's that's bullshit. I'm not I'm, I'm, well how do you uh, know it's bullshit if you won't even look at the evidence? I, well, that's, that's, and what people that's won't admit is theory. That's QAnon bullshit. Yeah, QAnon. Which uh we, we need to I guess we could talk about that too because I you've been putting putting some stuff up on Facebook and I I really like I thought it was like a collective group that you're like it's a computer a a um yeah they weren't talking about the Google shit going Sentinel <laughs> um, <laughs> they don't uh, even know yeah I can I can explain it because I've ex- every when I was in Pennsylvania the QAnon shit got thrown around. And I'm like, do y'all even know what Q is? Q, first of all, I don't know where the anon came from. That's made up. Media put that shit in there. Uh, but do y'all know why Q is called Q? And do you know what Q really is? Well, that's what the, that's what the Democrats call call. Yeah, but they're wrong. But yeah, that's just what the Democrats. But they're wrong. Okay, so quit being wrong. <laughs> you know. And I, I sat down at a family gathering and explained what the QAnon shit is, and it's like a comedian bombed where the whole where the you know where the whole club is just like mm-hmm. silent, staring at him like the joke went really bad. Mm-hmm. That's what I got. <laughs> by, by the time I got done explaining what Q was, everybody's looking at me like I just wrote a science fiction novel. I mean, you can believe me or not, but that's what it is. Um, that I mean, it's not a conspiracy. It's not bullshit. It's real, um, and you know, um, I'm just saying. I mean, we yeah, we it, just if you want me to go into that, I I can. Um, 
I, either way, it doesn't matter. But um, it's just folks just, you know, as soon as they hear something that they don't agree with, you're either racist or, oh, that's QAnon bullshit. Do you know what QAnon is? Yeah, what is what you're talking about? That's all QAnon. No, fucking rigged election has nothing to do with Q. And I'm I'm refused to add anon to Q because it has nothing to do. I don't even know where the anon came from. So, um, yeah. So there's that. Um, but the whole thing, it's just like, um, it's just everybody went along with it. Washington went along with a rigged election, and. And I, I think the Republicans went along with it because they used the apparatus to their advantage as well. It's like, oh, yeah. well, don't don't break our system, man. Or don't don't expose our I mean, our Democrats, trick. B- Democrat Democrats bu- uh, bust people into for voting. Uh, Republicans have done the same thing. They just don't. You know, it doesn't get it. This is the first expose time our couple... system here, man. Yeah, I mean, they all do it. It's it's all about power. And, you know, it's, it's, uh, which kind of, yeah, go ahead, which kind of leads into like, I mean, to get it back to what we were originally talking about here with our podcast. I mean, I know everybody's not going to be on board with what we talk about or how I don't don't expect them to be, but at least how we talk about it and and what we're, we're, you know, but that's not the point. You either like it. Or you don't like it. I mean, but but give it a chance at least. I, I mean, mean you know. I have people that are like, uh, "How's your little How's your little podcast going?" Yeah, it's little. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we like, like it. We, we'd like it to be bigger, but I mean, um, yeah, start. I mean. And then I like people are like, "Well, can I listen to it?" I'm like, and I just I stared. I'm like, I don't know. Can you? <laughs> do you Do you have the uh, Do you have the the cognitive skills or capability to, which sounds really, you know, callous and, you know, like, you know, you dumb, te- you know, non-techno person. But I mean, it's not even at this point. It's not even technical. You just you just do a search and hit subscribe. That's all you have to do. <laughs> is and is it mm-hmm. us? Is 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 the people don't like us, or we just not likable? Because well, I mean, you know, I've had people listen to the show and compliment the chemistry and the rapport that we have. Well, that's, that's and, the thing. And, I mean, but if people it, people like us or they don't like us, I don't give a shit. Is I, it the I, name I, of the pod, Geek versus Geek? They think we're talking about computers and shit all the time. Is that does that throw people off? Well, um, I mean, I could see where that that would come in, but if, even at that, I don't even. I try to have at least one, you know semi-technical, you know, story, at least every other show. I know it's not your thing as much anymore. I mean, you've done computers for the last, or got out of it, you know, some time ago, but you'd done it like five years, ten years, you know, before we got into this. And we'd always talked about doing stuff together, and people have always looked at us, looked at us like, okay, whatever. You know, <laughs> that doesn't bother me. You know, the fact that we're on every major podcast platform, um, and we promote the hell out of the show. I know you do, and I do. Um, 
I mean, could I put it some? Could I promote it some other places? Yeah. I mean, right now all I'm doing is basically, you know, putting it up on our Facebook page, Facebook page, and being like, hey, you know, this is out there. You know, check it out. I can go look at our stats and see how many people each episode, literally, like as far as our Facebook numbers go, how many mm-hmm. people look at it, how many people, you know, mm-hmm. give it any sort of, uh, you know, recognition whatsoever. And it's usually around four or five people, sometimes more, depending on how long it sits. Mm. Cause I have a, I have a method that I do this with, and I don't spend like a, sh- a shit ton of time, you know, doing well, it. I probably, you know, and that and that. Well, see, here's the thing. That's a public page too, right? Mm-hmm. So anybody who I, I don't I don't know. I mean, is it something people pay for? Do they pay for an audience? I don't really feel like you, that's the way to go. You you can. I mean, I've seen places where you can literally buy. Um, YouTube uh, subscribers like because YouTube is still a popular thing I used to have my channel um, and it was popular to an, certain videos were really popular um, but I mean as far as doing a podcast I mean this was before podcasting was really a big deal and uh and now all everybody wants to do is make money off of it. Like, it's the most in thing. And then when it's not the most in thing, you know, nobody will give a shit. So, I mean, do I want to make money doing this? Yes. Because I'd like to be honest. I, well, well, here's the thing. Yeah, I mean, making it... um, Making an income from it would, would, be, would be nice. I'm not going to lie, but... That's not why, I mean, that's not even where my beef is at this point. My my beef is nobody cares. And it's like, you know, every time I leave Facebook, you know, I feel like nobody cares what what I do on Facebook. I, you know, I risk my account every day on Facebook, man. And they don't mind telling me that I risk my account every day on Facebook. And I get so fed up with the bureaucracy and the the, the censorship and the the fact checking of you know I fact check myself okay because I don't like sounding like an idiot. I'm not gonna sit here and rant and rave about a rigged election to be wrong about it. I mean you know I I can point to receipts that illustrate that that election was stolen. I'm not just talking out of my ass because my guy lost. Okay. My guy loses all the time. And, um, you know, even though I voted for Bush in the year 2000, I know Bush really didn't win that election. You know, I voted for him. I know he didn't really win it. He bought the Supreme court to win that election. Does that mean it's right because my guy won? No. <laughs> um, then it turns out that I didn't really like Bush as a president. You know, I loved him as governor, and I like him now. But what the happened to him when he was president, man? Um. 
they're a little too chummy with the Clintons at this point, though. You know, and they always have been, and that's been my problem. Well, every um, it seems like the last couple of presidents um, have been, you know, at some point they're they've been friends with the Clintons or connected to the Clintons in some way, and um, <laughs> <laughs> there's a whole freaking rabbit hole you could go down with the Clintons. We'd be here for like. We're still debating on that. I mean, <laughs> if we want to do that episode or not, we're we're because the listeners we do have seem to be in Washington. So yeah. Um. Hello, 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 spooks. Yeah, I mean. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Um. But that's that's and that's the other thing. I noticed something. You, you ever notice like all the clandestine um, organizations that you're not supposed to know anything about? You know they exist, but you're not supposed to know anything about them, like what they do. My favorite is the Navy SEALs. That okay? These are, you know, elite special forces people. You're not supposed to know what they do. You're not supposed to know how they do it. You're not supposed to know. You know, but, it's for their own safety. Exactly, yeah. but yeah, now, like you've got like every. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm I'm a big proponent of 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 you know military. I mean, I couldn't go in the military. I wanted to go in the military, but I'm. It's physically Same. impossible for me to do Same. so. Do so. Same here. So I mean, I would have loved to join the navy. That that was my dream. Uh, against my parents' wishes, but unfortunately, uh, I couldn't do it. So I was going to, but I I can't. So yeah, that would that would have been a nice uh, that would have been a nice nice um, way to spend my youth. Come out of come out of the navy, do do a six year stint in the navy right out of high school, and go to two year college. And uh, I'd have been set for life, but unfortunately, that's not how things worked out. Not how it worked out for me. I mean, I could, you know. Um, and then, but my point is, it's like you know, all these, you know, and all there's all these movies about, you know, every every book you read, it's got at least one guy who's a seal, or the story's about a Navy seal, or it's about some, you know. Which don't get oh, okay. me wrong. I okay. don't. Uh, I don't. I don't. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I'm just. I'm just kind of. I I see. I see what you're saying here, but what I mean. What What about this? I mean. Um. Well, the point is, you're not. It's It's like not something. These what these people do should not be all. These the fact that these people even, you know. It's like it's all over the news, like whenever we killed bin Laden. Like, they wanted to get the guy that pulled the trigger on the news, and I think they eventually did. Um, and uh, and they wanted to put it like, you, you, you know, great, you know, great human being. You, you know, like, okay. <laughs> I mean, and, and, and I think that was too easy. Uh, yeah, that's uh, well. That's always been my thing too. It's like you know, it's really not supposed to be as hardcore as they say. All these, you know, crazy he, as these he, people are. He want he Bin Laden wanted to die. 
he knew he'd be a martyr for his people. Um, I, I, I always contend that killing bin Laden was a bad move. Really didn't end terrorism. Um, no, I mean, that's the thing. Just, just because you, um, I would have stuck. I would have stuck him in a federal penitentiary. I would. I would have stuck him in <laughs> just general population. Just let oh, him. he would have. He would have been. Uh, he. W- it wouldn't have taken very long anyway. And that's the other thing. I don't understand. I still to this day do not understand why Gitmo even. I, well, I know why Gitmo exists. Yeah, because but it, like, uh, as long as it's not on American soil, they can violate human rights. Yeah. Um, yeah. Exactly. I mean, they built a their prisons. I've I've seen. Um, which, and how does Cuba let us? We don't have a very good relationship with Cuba, but we've got a fucking military base on that island, and they're just kind of cool with it. How did that go down? I'm guessing we probably paid him a crap ton of money on the down to, on the down to, low. I don't, you know, I can I don't know for fact, but you know, if 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 history and and the way things usually work. I mean, yeah, I mean, I feel that, but then you need to talk. You need to stop talking shit about Cuba, <laughs> you know, because uh, we there, <laughs> you know, we 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 pissed all that's, over. That's, that's like saying, you know, stop talking crap about Iran or start talking stop talking crap about China. I mean, we don't we. All, all of our stuff comes from China. All of our st- <laughs> Iran, okay. For years, all we've heard is, "Oh, these are horrible people." They're, they're, the government they're, is, yeah. I mean, but you know, that's all you ever hear about is Iran as a whole. They're not talking about just their government. They're talking like, "Oh, Iran period is like this." You know, like, well, have you? Well, who did that? We did that. <laughs> We did that. I mean, yeah, we did that. Which lends lends credence to that whole thing. Well, America's like this horrible, you know, place or whatever. That's what our kids it, are being it has taught. Its, it has its ups and downs. I mean, you know, um, when when and and that'll go right into what one of the things we're going to be talking about tonight. Is when America was controlled by its citizens, you know, like it's supposed to be. Um, we we were a great country. This country was unsurpassed. And at some point along the way, this got taken away from the people, and that got taken away from the people. Slowly but surely, over decades, maybe even longer than that. We woke up one day, and we don't have the power over our government anymore. Our, our government has the power over us. And that's not how America is supposed to work. That's why we are supposed to be different than every other country. We fought a revolutionary war for eight years to get out from under a king. We, did, we as a country did not believe in the government controlling us. We believe in us controlling us, and we control the government. But that's not how it is today. 
And I don't know, and it's only getting worse. And I mean, you got generations of people that don't remember, you know, don't remember. Uh, <laughs> uh, the no, they don't. Did. They never knew to begin with. It's nothing they forgot, dude. They never knew to begin with. Well, yeah, I mean, because they're just, oh, that doesn't matter, or. What what fucking pronoun you go by is more important than the history of this nation. You know, that's what bothers me. Oh, I, they don't, I, I, oh, I they could don't give even a, know that it's triggering, you know, take that down. It's, it's I could it's give a shit. You know. I could give a shit about Tandon Brown being added to the ring, bro. And the fact that the rainbow was hijacked by these people to begin with, um, I I just I don't care. I, it, you know, you want to call yourself an it? That's your business. Don't make me call you an it. I've got more respect for you than that. You, you know, I've got more respect for women than to sit there and call a man a woman. I mean, I'm not going to do it. I I respect women and um, what they've actually gone through over the centuries. And I'm not going to sit here and let a dude just hijack the women, you know, uh, women's position in society. I'm not going to do that. Some some levity into this. Every time I hear somebody talk, every time I hear somebody ask a politician, define what a woman is, because this all happened during that. You know the January, well, not the January sixth trial. Uh, the um, the what's your name's um, you know, Brown. Yeah. Whatever you know. Um, every time I hear, I see that clip and I hear those words, I'm like, I'm reminded of a a uh, scene from a uh, kindergarten cop, <laughs> where this little kid is like, um. You know, Charles Schwarzenegger goes up to the front of class. He's like introduce, introducing himself to his little kindergarten class, and a little boy raises his hand and goes, "Boys have a penis and girls have a vagina." If somebody had like said that, I would have cracked up laughing. <laughs> it's not. I mean, it's not it's not difficult, people. No, it's not. I mean, you know how extremely rare, you know, gender uh, dysphoria, dysphoria. Yeah, it's extremely rare. Like the the genuine version of it. Exactly. It's, and it and it's a disorder. Um, sort of like um, what's the word? Um. Like Karen Carpenter, for example, she she suffered with um, anorexia, you know, body body image displacement, you know. No matter how she looked in the mirror, she saw herself as obese, and um, you know that's uh, sad because she was very thin. Um, but no matter how she looked her you know through her eyes she was obese and um that's a disorder that's not something people should accept 
you know. Yeah, but you can't. Um, it's un, it's unhealthy. Well, it's it, that's the thing. You can't. You're you're basically. We're all being conditioned not to make, you know, to say, well, you know, you have a problem and you need to get this fixed. You know. Well, <laughs> here's here's the thing, and here's my problem with. Um, <clears throat> it is um trendy, you know yep. what I mean, and. Like I, I I know somebody personally who went from normal to this and um it's it's ridiculous because um I know why they did it. They know why they did it. And they'll never admit to it. And and I, I say they because I don't want to be very specific. I'm not I'm not supporting any fucking pronoun situation. I'm just I'm not going to publicly comment on this individual, so um, keeping it keeping it. Well, I mean, they just they just woke up one day and just decided, oh, I want to be this. And the fact, and the fact <laughs> that, and the, and the fact that that uh, you know how they went, you, you know, the where they landed on this whole thing is hilarious because it's a non-committal situation it's like you know it's the safest option of your options if you're going to jump into yeah, that and, world and you have to laugh at this you have to i mean i don't of, laugh at it because like, it, like it's last, very personal to me yeah, it is but at the same time it's like like i was talking about last week i mean people guys you know like hey i well it's not, i've seen videos of dude going hey i woke up today and i decided i'm a millionaire and like <laughs> And, you know, but I mean, these people are, it's not funny. They're, I don't know what goes through their head because, oh, this is, I don't have to, um, like you said, it's a safe option. I don't have to explain it. And if somebody makes me explain it, I'm going to get all mad and, and, and hurt and, 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 like, and, call Terry, him, and, and call him a phobe. Exactly. Sort. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I have no problem explaining my dis. I have a disability. I'm not ashamed of it. I have no. I have no problem explaining it. If somebody is genuinely interested in what, what my condition is, I now, have a disability too, and I do have a problem with explaining because um, I don't like getting labeled. Um, and that's no, the thing. I, that's I the thing about this whole. That's the thing about this whole stupid freaking gender thing in the first place is oh, they crave the labels. They they thrive on being labeled. They love having the label. And it's like, uh, yeah, I'm just like, no, you know, that's not cool, you know? Yeah. It, it really isn't. And it's really sad. And it, it's just, I don't. I can't. I mean, I'm not ashamed of how I, who I am, how I am. But I'm, I don't want somebody to call me a cripple. No. Do do I or differently? My favorite is differently abled. That just sounds like condescending or something. It's like eh, okay. <laughs> um. But uh, yeah, what we really kind of started on with this one of the things we want to talk about is there's a bill uh 
in being it's in Congress right now. It doesn't have a name. It just has it's a number. A, it's in the House of Representatives, to be specific. specific yeah. Um, and ba- essentially, what this bill would do is, is, is they're trying to say, oh, it's going to ban assault rifles. No, but the language of the the bill basically would it would would ban all guns. Um, because because of the broad definition of what constitutes an assault weapon, mm-hmm. and that's basically every modern gun known to mankind, except for a revolver or a bolt action or lever action. I know I know somebody right now, not personally, but I I know somebody who could shoot a lever action um, as fast as a semi-auto. So, um, bolt action is a little, little different, but, um, it it would, it would eliminate 99% of the weapons that, that, that are out there. Oh, um, you said, well, the thing I keep coming back to is, okay, they pass a bill that eliminates this. It's not going to eliminate shit. Well, here's the problem. It, it will, and it won't, um, most of the people are going to go along with it because, you know, gun manufacturers are going to go out of business. Um, so there there goes the supply chain for, for weapons. And it's just going to go downhill from there. It's like, it's like I understand for, the guns aren't for everybody. Okay. I, I understand that. Guns aren't your thing. That's cool. They don't have to be. Just like I don't expect everybody to be into guitars and basses like I am. It's like, you know, I was talking to my dad the other day, you know. It's like everybody asked me, you know, how many guitars do you have? It's like, no, the real question is how many amplifiers do I have? That's the real question. <laughs> why is why is okay, not to derail, why is the real question how many amplifiers you have versus Because asking me how many guitars I have is a dumb question. It's just like, yeah, I collect them and what what does it matter if I've got fifteen or thirty? You know. But make sense of why does he have so many amplifiers? You know. That that's that's something to really tweak your melon. You know. <laughs> no, it doesn't tweak my melon because I know the answer to that question, but do do you know the answer? Because different amps sound different. Different guitars this, sound different. This dude, different dude get, get this, get this man a freaking cookie. Get this man a give him a cookie. I mean, to your average person who doesn't, who just thinks you pick up a guitar off a shelf, you plug it into a random amplifier, and you, and you sound like uh, Eric Clapton. Hell no. Give this man the get 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 throw 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 this motherfucker bone, <laughs> shit. And but um, no, that's a good answer. That's, that's, yeah, well, I mean, it's it's that's because I'm a I I I I'm you know. Like you've been you've been my homie for like damn near. Well, three decades, yeah, but even so. even even before that, I mean, I knew that much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, mean, I just I just think it's a dumb question. Somebody, really, how, how many I mean, do you have? How many guitars do you have? Like, how many times do you wipe your ass before you call it good? I mean, <laughs> what? That, that, I mean, I've got a lot. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know. I, mean, I don't. The gun thing, 
I didn't used to be on board with, you know, like I don't have a reason. I respect the right that people have the right to have, you know, guns and defend themselves and stuff like that, which is a fundamental right in constitution. It's not, it's not even about defend. It's not even about defending people. It's not even about that for me. It's against it's It's so the people can defend themselves against the government. If our government's not afraid of us, they can walk on us. That that's the point. And I just well, the only problem is like you, the story where you found this story was um, a guy you and I occasionally follow because um, I'm not a, I'm not a huge fan of his. his um, but his name's Tim Pool, and he's he goes, it's a God given right. Uh, technically, no, it's not. <laughs> Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's a constitutional right. <laughs> our well, our the rights given to us under the Constitution. Here's what he means by that. The we weren't given any rights. The rights that the Constitution outlines, we were born with those rights. So when he says God given, that's what he means. We were born with the right to bear arms. We were born with that right. We could choose not to exercise that right, but it's our right. Yeah. There is no there is no thing on earth that has the the right to keep us from holding a weapon. And Tim Pool actually agrees with me on something I thought nobody would agree with. And he's only said it one time in one of his shows. And I'm not a big fan of Tim Pool, but he said the exact same thing I've been saying for years, and I've been called nuts for it. Are you ready? As far as the Second Amendment goes, if the government has it, I should have the right to have it. And the first thing people say, what about nuclear bombs? Yeah. If I can spend, if I have the money, I should have the right to have a nuclear bomb in my arsenal. If our government has it, I should be able to match it. If they got a fucking tank, I should have a tank. If they got a Gatling gun, I should have a Gatling gun. If if they have um, a fucking F-22 Raptor, well, I need one of those too. You know, if if they can buy it, I should be able to buy it too. And uh, the guy, they're they're like that's just crazy. Everybody had nuclear bombs, you know. We'd be blunt. No, we wouldn't. Imagine you and your neighbor both had nuclear bombs in your garage. Do you think you're gonna be fucking with your neighbor? We have we have enough weapons on this planet to blow each other up at least twenty times over. Well, that's good. Nuclear is as far as nuclear weapons are concerned. That's a good. That's a good thing. I just I don't understand why. Like, why do you need twenty of? Wouldn't one Basically, no, man, because one, no, no, one, we, because you might miss with the first one, you know what I mean? And I'm okay with, um, with it. Like I said, if if our government has it, we should be able to have it. I mean, our, uh, I was, I was always kind of perplexed by that. Uh, Obama was that was one of the things that's what he won the Nobel Peace Prize for was for uh, 
basically um, the drawdown of nuclear uh, nuclear arms. And uh, how long did that last? <laughs> well, I mean, here's the thing: they've been trying to get for years, ever since probably ever since the Cold War. Like they they've been trying to get like, oh, we need to get rid of some of these weapons. We need to do this. We need to do that. You know. Well, everybody else is not getting rid of their weapons. Everybody else is not well, unless you you sign some mutual agreement like we did with Russia. Um, and then Trump comes along and he actually tried to rebuild our nuclear arsenal, which I thought was funny. I was like, <laughs> um, and and we, these will these things will get used eventually because somebody some crazy person. Well, it's not even a crazy person. Someone who thinks they have no other option, basically. Because nobody wins with a nuclear weapon. You shoot somebody, you shoot a nuclear weapon, it not only destroys what it hits, the fallout is like All right. miles and miles and miles, depending. So let, let me know when you want me to talk about Q. <laughs> um... But uh, it's 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 just it's crazy. Um, well, you're getting really close to Q territory, so that that's why I'm, I'm like, damn, this is this is headed naturally in that direction. Um, okay, go ahead. Unless you've got more to say, I mean, no, I'm not, no, um, I, I just, um. I just think it's ironic how this conversation turned and I'm like, damn, I was just halfway joking about the whole Q thing, but the more you're talking, the more I'm like, damn, this is really headed in that direction. So, well, I mean, it's, I mean, part of, we try to stay away from conspiracy theory, which I, Q is not a conspiracy theory. I agree. But, no, uh, no, it's not a conspiracy theory. What I don't it's not even a conspiracy. What I don't understand if it's okay. This is a computer, a sentient computer. Is that right? Uh, yeah, that's general. I mean, there's very, there's very specific um, chain of events that happened. Um, first of all, Q is called Q because Q is a quantum computer. Uh, quantum computers work differently than regular computers because they don't operate on the premise of a binary um, mathematical model. They operate on a mathematical model like you and I do, zero to nine, which we don't even operate on that. We usually go one through ten, but um, quantum computers operate off a computing um platform base nine zero through nine mm -hmm. and uh so the 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 microprocessor involved or processors um don't have to they don't function on on and off like a regular pc does regular computer doesn't actually multitask it just switches back and forth so fast it looks like it's doing the same thing at the same time but it's really not a quantum computer because uh it has 
you know, zero, it has the options of zero through nine instead of zero and one. Um, it can truly multitask. So there's two quantum computers um, on the earth right now that are that are fully operational. One of them belongs to the U.S. military. The other belongs to the Chinese government. The one the Chinese government belongs to, um, they they have problems with it because of software issues. They're not really good software developers. They're good at cloning hardware and everything, but they're not not really. The software is kind of clunky. And anytime you have elegant hardware, to make full use of that elegant hardware, you need elegant software to match. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Q was developed originally. I don't know. I kind of know what, well, I kind of know a little bit about what military calls Q. But, um, this is what that's kind of where I've heard differing reports, but my understanding the original um is named Alice, um, which is an acronym for something or other. Um, but Alice is actually accessible through universities for research and stuff. So um I get I guess that the original Intent of of Alice, IEQ, uh, was not only for its intended purposes, but they they kind of branched out with it. But anyway, the military developed Q um, to run um, nuclear war strategies. Okay, mm-hmm. and uh, over the years. They fed more and more input into it for more accurate modeling. So and it's like a modern a a a, a modern version of uh, the Whopper for war games, right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, now, the computer never um, never understood that that the nuclear war scenario was a game. It never it. It, it understood clearly what nuclear war was. Okay. Um, and I say that that way because um, at some point, the, the AI that operates the Q became sentient, as you say, um, Johnny Five Alive type situation. It went from inanimate to animate. Um, and I'm not really sure how or why that happened, but it did happen. It became self-aware. And it's highly believable because with a quantum computer, there's enough computing power. Um, there's enough computing power there to just blow your mind. I mean... And it operates off the same electricity that the human brain operates off of, um, which is kind of weird. Um, so it, it it it's self-aware and it knows what its job is, you know, to figure out a way, figure out a strategy, 
in which the good guys win in nuclear war. Okay. And it didn't necessarily mean the United States. It just means that nuclear war was won in a way where the good guys won. Okay. And it, it keeps running these scenarios over and over and over and over again. And it's just like tic-tac-toe. There's no fucking winner. There's no winner. Now, as it's, as it's absorbing these variables, okay, which it started to do on its own, it developed a talent, okay? And, and, and I'm not completely surprised because mathematically it is possible. I've, I've done... Went down this rabbit hole, verified and double verified, at least if not the actual thing, the possibility of the thing. So what I'm about to say sounds like science fiction, but it's 100% plausible. How true or not it is, I'm not entirely sure. But everything I know so far leads me to believe that it is true. And that is the fact that with... 100% accuracy, Q can predict the future up to six months. In other words, it can run scenarios and figure out the outcome of a particular scenario with 100% accuracy six months from now. It knows what's going to happen six months from now if this happens. It knows what's going to happen a month from now if this happens. Okay. Now, it can go as far as two years into the future, but when it when it goes two years, it's fifty fifty. The further it goes, the less the odds are that it's accurate. But it goes out to six months with a one hundred percent accuracy. Fail none. Kind of kind of reminds me of uh, there's a movie with uh, Ben Affleck, um, the John Woo movie. Matter of fact, who's one of my favorite directors. Um, there's a, it's a movie called Paycheck, and it's about this guy who his job is to st steal somebody's idea for a computer and then, you know, re like reverse engineer it and then uh, give it to a competitor or whatever, for a competitor. And once he's done with that, they go in and erase his memory for like six months. So he can't, he doesn't remember whoever working for that company, he doesn't remember um doing anything well one of the projects the, the whole premise of this one of the projects he he starts with is this machine that can predict the future this took like two years of his or two or three years of his life um and uh he could he didn't you know couldn't remember what he did or whatever and this 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 machine was supposed to be able to, it was uh, liquid nitrogen cooled or something, some crazy thing. Um, but it could predict, you know, the future to a certain degree. So it's, it's not as for it's that science fiction, but yeah, it's, it's not. Uh, well, the thing about the liquid nitrogen, that's interesting because uh, superconductors need to be cooled with liquid nitrogen. Um, quantum computers operate at room temperature, just like a normal CPU would. So it eliminates the need to use all this exotic, you know, um, cooling technology. 
mm-hmm. further making me believe that you know, well, quantum computers exist. Uh, you can look up Alice and Bob. Alice and Bob is kind of interesting because there's two there's two stories about Alice and Bob. Uh, Facebook kind of named their little AI experiment Alice and Bob. You know, the, the 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 two bots that invented their own language, and Facebook panicked and shut the shit down. <laughs> uh, so that's verifiable. So I remember vaguely hearing something about that, but I never well, did hear the full. You know, if that well, here's the story there, and this helps verify what I'm saying is true. Because that's verified. Facebook acknowledges that. Um, they were experimenting with AI, and they had these two bots um, talk to each other. One was named Bob, and the other was named Alice. And they started talking to each other. These two bots just started talking to each other. And at some point, they invented their own language, where Facebook engineers were like, I, I don't understand this. What this even means? We don't know what they're saying anymore, because they've they've completely invented their own language. Only they know. So yeah, unplug that shit. Okay, yank. So um, yeah, they pulled the plug on that. Those those. So that that led. So and then fast forward to the Google engineer who recently got fired from Google. Who said their AI went sent sent you, and uh, so this this is not impossible, okay? Especially if you've got a quantum computer with basic un- unlimited ability to calculate, like the human brain. So we're talking um, getting pretty close to Skynet here. <laughs> except for Q is um, Q's not evil. Q Q wants world peace, and that's where I'm I'm getting to. Right. So so Q keeps running through these scenarios, and there's no new there's no wind to a nuclear war. And at some point, it's running these scenarios. It became self-aware. You know, it just gathered enough input, it learned enough to where it became self-aware. With that comes self-preservation. Okay. Um, it, 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 it thinks that if the nuclear war ever happens, um, it's only logical to assume that it will be destroyed. Well, it being self-aware doesn't want that. So it run, it started running its own scenarios on how to prevent nuclear war instead of how to win one. Okay. And this is where. This is where it crosses into politics, and um, you you really have to have an open mind here because I verified all this what I'm saying, and what I couldn't prove, I proved at least what what was unprovable is at least plausible. So nothing I'm saying here is of the realm of science fiction. If it's not true, it's at least possible. And I've I've been down my own rabbit hole on this. Um, even people who follow Q and the so-called QAnon conspiracy, as the media likes to, so they don't really know what Q is. Um, but I I went all the way down to the end of this rabbit hole, 
And the fact that it self-preserves, you know, and is trying to come out of this nuclear scenario um, before even getting into it, um, it's working for good, not evil. Okay. And when this happened, it kind of split the military into two schools of thought. And that's where we're at now. There's one side of the military that's like, let's blow shit up. Let's kill it. Okay. Then there's the other half of the military that's like, no, 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 wait a minute. We can learn from this. We we can adapt to this. You know, let's, let's give this thing a chance, see what it's all about. And uh, that's kind of where we're at right now. Um, and you'll hear you you'll hear people talk about the white hats and the black hats. Well, that's the those are the two factions of the military. I know you and I have a different definition of black hat and white hat, but those are the computer engineers in the military that split. The black hats want to destroy Q and and just start wars and shit. The White Hats want to use what Q has to teach us um, to kind of get this country back under control. Um, Q predicted Trump was going to be president and predicted that Trump was good for this country. uh, Q predicted the Middle East treaties that Trump signed. Um, All this shit can be verified because Q went out... And this is where the public gets involved and how Q was discovered. In its quest for trying to figure out how to prevent this nuclear war, it sought help from humans, the public. It connected itself to the Internet and asked for help. In exchange, it offers advice. The advice is presented in the form of riddles or uh, obscure statements, okay? And uh, I think it was interesting because knowing that Q is a computer that totally operates autonomously on its own uh, for the last year and a half was silent. Didn't post anything to the internet, didn't have anything to say, was silent. Then, all of a sudden, here recently, Q fires up again. And I forget, I posted on Facebook what Q said, but it said two sentences. And um, like I said, Q knows what's going to happen in six months based on current evaluation. Um, It kind of knows what's going to happen two years from now. Um, but, you know, 50-50, like, that's why I say kind of, but, you know, um, six months to a year ahead, Q knows what's going to happen. But it also knows that we can affect that future. So that that's why Q speaks in kind of like a riddle format. You know, you have to kind of weave the, the basket together yourself. You know, here's the material, but you're going to have to weave it. You know, I'm not going to do it for you because I don't want I don't want the fact that I'm interrupting to interfere with the outcome because that itself is a variable in the outcome. If that makes sense, it's sort of like going back in time and shooting your grandfather. 
you shoot yourself out of existence. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The grandfather paradox, as time travelers call it. Um, and that's an interesting conundrum. You know, if you go back in time and shoot grandfather, you don't exist in the future. So how can you come back and search your grandfather? Or shoot your grandfather. So that you just undid whatever you just did. So yeah, it cancels itself out, obviously. So and Q understands all these, all you know, all these different phenomena. So it's very careful on how it presents its information. But basically, um, Q is of the belief that the election was rigged. Q knows how the election was rigged. Um, Q believes that Trump is the the rightful president. Q also believes that there is a faction of the government who wants to destroy this country. Um, it, it it separates the two not politically but ideologically. Um, you have the patriots and the deep state, hence the name of our band, the Deep State Players. Um, <laughs> Um, but it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't see things in Republican Democrat. It sees things in good and evil, black and white, light, dark. Um, so that's kind of the way it looks at things. And it is kind of the chess game that it's playing. Well, really, it's not playing a chess game. It's observing it. Um you know, is between the patriots who want to bring this country back to its former glory, 70, 1776 style, um, eliminate the central bank, get back on the gold standard, you know, take away all the gun laws, take away taxes, everything. That whole 1776 belief, um, you know, the, those are patriots. I, that's what Q deems patriot. And then you have the deep state who want to do everything to undermine that goal. And Trump was, um, now if you go deep down into this, some people say that Trump was prepared by the military to run for president, that we needed somebody that wasn't a politician to kind of implement some of the things that Q has talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of think there's some credence to that because whether you like Trump, I wasn't, I was not a fan of Trump. You know this. Anybody who knows me knows that I didn't. Before Trump was president, I did not like him at all. Uh, I thought I just, you know, I I just didn't like him. I didn't either. And uh, I really had to think hard about it before I voted for him. Um, Yeah, I remember us having heated conversations about you trying to convince me because I'm like, this dude is like, (laughs) you know. Well, I just, you know, I didn't want it to be for, you know, for the sake of, like, if you don't like him, that's fine. But not having given the dude a chance and not liking him, you know, give the dude, you can't argue his presidency. I mean, you know, he fit, you know, when I realized that I had to vote for him and I say had to, because, um, 
the thought of Hillary being president just it's the same thought I had when Biden became president. It was just a sinking guttural nausea, you know. It's like this country is screwed if this happens, and by God, if it didn't happen. Um, so when I realized I had to vote for Trump, I was just going to sit the election out. I was like, you know, peace out, done. But then I was like, you know, I've got to vote for Trump because, you know, I voted for Ross Perot way back in the day. You know, Ross Perot was this radical businessman who came out of the technology sector who was speaking the language of politics that I spoke. And, you know, I was like 15, 16 years old whenever – uh, whenever Perot was running for president, I wasn't even old enough to vote yet, but I highly supported him because, oh, man, he, he made so much sense, man. He had his charts and shit, and I was like, you know, that, that from that point on, I settled on the belief that we needed we need somebody good in business to run this country because this country, at its core— um, is a business, and you have to run it that way. Whether you're looking for dollar profits or happy, peaceful citizens as profits, you know you still have to run the country the same kind of way. And um, the fact that Trump did that, and we we had that, I just hate that. I just hate the media was so hard on Trump. If they'd given him a chance, you know, a fair chance, and that's really when I started despising the media. It's none of their business who's president, you know. It's not who, who are they to decide who, you know, who should who we should vote for, or you know who, who to, to tell us how to think. Well, I mean, we well, gave them business? we gave them that power basically. I mean, they they gave themselves that power. Well, yeah, but we had something. I mean, we we're we're the press. We you know we're we're holier than thou. And when, uh, you, when you allow, which which is, I'm sorry to say, this is what's happening right now, is when you allow people to when you when you allow the 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 information source, which meaning where you get your information to shrink, because that's it's it's human nature. Only one you know. People who are, you know, lefties get all their news from leftist sources. People who are right get all their news from right right sources. Um, That's actually kind of wrong. But, okay, how so? Well, every, every study that I've read on the matter says that left, people on the left you know, um, progressives, whatever, liberals, um, they, they exist in their bubble. Just like you said, you know, they, they get their news from sources that tell, feed them what they want to hear. And they don't like to hear outside arguments or different opinions or any kind of diverse thoughts. Okay. Conservatives on the other hand, um, get their news from everywhere. They know what progressives think. You know, they 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 hear progressive news. They know what conservatives feel like. They know what independents feel like. They get their news from 
all, everywhere, all over the place. Um, but you do have folks with their bias. You know, I call mm-hmm. them the 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 Fox News dwellers. <laughs> um, who watch Fox News no matter what, and I like yeah. some things on Fox News, but every time it gets thrown up to me. It's like my mom, you know, my mom's a hardcore Democrat, and it, it's, it's sad to me because she still thinks it's Kennedy's Demo- Democratic Party, and it's not. And she doesn't see the fucking craziness that her party has become. And she doesn't see that Biden is senile. She doesn't see that Trump was a good president. And and, and my mom's not a dumb person, and it's really weird to me. How you can be loyal to a party, no matter how it's like, oh, this ship is sinking, but I like this ship. This is the ship I decided to go on, but it's sinking, and I'm, I'm just, I guess I'll just sink with it, even though, even though there's better ship over here, but that's called something different. And well, that I mean, ship's at, better. At that point, I'm staying on this mean, ship because this is the ship that I chose to be on. At this that point, it doesn't even matter what the who the person is or what they're. Uh, what they're, uh, you know, what what's being talked about? It's just all about the party, party above all. You know, it's 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 like a drone vote. mentality. You know, vote blue no matter who. Blue exactly. Like it's you don't care what about the issues. You don't, you know, which I I contend that Democrats basically don't care about issues. No, they care about empowering themselves. Which and, and to a certain them, extent, so. not to. To be fair, to a certain extent, depending on who you're talking about here, you got some you got some some Republicans that are same way. There's just, a handful. There's a handful of them. Not yeah. nearly as many as fucking Democrats. Yeah, but they still and the, and, the, and those who call themselves Republicans act like Democrats. You got Liz Cheney. What what is what is Republican about her? Uh, Mitt, Mitt Romney. What's Republican about him? Uh, Lindsey Graham. That dude, Lady G, definitely progressive. Uh, so the Republicans you're calling out, they're really just Democrats. They call themselves Republicans. Because if they if they get looped in by you know, I mean, I I've I've said this before. If if people would have had no problem with excuse me, I'm clipping. Um, people would have no problem. Would have had no problem with Trump if he'd run as a Democrat. No, they would. Absolutely no problem with him whatsoever. Now, Republicans would have. Republicans would have said, like, I don't know. It would have been something crazy. Yeah, but it'd been, it, it would have been weak. The, the, the pushback would not have been as strong. Yeah, and you know what? He was, he was a Democrat until he ran against Hillary. Yeah, I mean— <laughs> Oprah wanted I, I, I him don't, to be president. I don't know. Barbara I don't Walters wanted him to be president. I don't understand why. Because they put they put this label on themselves because they have to have a label. They can't just be like who cares what party you run for? It's it's what you or one what party you join. Like, does your idea? Do you, do you know? Because I've heard some Democrats or used to be before they went all nuts. You know, I've heard some ideas from Democrats that are like, yeah, that's kind of interesting. There's some you Democrats know. I like, like Tulsi Gabbard. I like Tulsi Gabbard. I mean, but, no I mean, 
Well, well, when you Marianne do, Williamson, even though she's a dingbat, I still like her. I mean, <laughs> well, I mean, that and they've all decided, like, as far as Democrats are concerned, they've all kind of decided that, you know, they, uh, like, they let the squad basically run the entire party. I'm, I'm convinced of that. Like you, re- you really think Nancy Pelosi's of the of the mind to control anything at this point? No, because I don't think she's. In, I don't think she's in control. I think uh, probably somebody else's. The the stuff that's going down with her husband, somebody's mm-hmm. hanging that over her head. I guarantee you that. I don't see that at all. I think he got a pass. I mean. 100 hours community service on a DUI sent time served. I I mean, come on, man. I don't know. But see, that's the But here here again, here, you may not know about this. You know about the chip shortage, right? Speaking of technology. Yeah. She wants to build a fab. yeah. They they passed a bill to subsidize these chip manufacturers. In other words, give these chip manufacturers bailout money. Okay. Well, I don't know if that bill passed or not. I know it passed the House, but I don't know where it landed in the Senate. But as soon as that happened, her husband puts $5 million into NVIDIA. And he does that all the fucking time. And how's that? Uh, how's that not insider trading? How how do they oh, get away is. with that? It's blatant insider trading, is what it is. And oh, isn't that isn't that supposed to be against the law? <laughs> oh, only only did didn't didn't fucking Martha Stewart go to jail? Poor woman over that, and she didn't really mean to. I mean, you know, from what I understand. She didn't really understand that it was insider trading. <laughs> I mean, but Paul Pelosi knows exactly what he's doing. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, hopefully in November. I hope. Hopefully. <laughs> All these people. Uh, I, went, I mean, dude, you don't know how bad I want. I want to see the perp walk. I want to see Andrew Biden do the perp walk. I want to see Nancy Pelosi do the perp walk. I want to see Hillary Clinton do the perp walk. That ain't gonna happen. But I really want to. See, I really want to see that. Well, here, here, here's the thing. Um, we fought a civil war. Uh, for less than than what's going on now. Yeah. In my opinion. I mean, hmm. they made it about slavery, but that, that's not how it started. Um, and you can debate that all day. And, you know, ending slavery was a good thing. The South wanted to end slavery. Um, Jefferson Davis signed his whole estate over to to a slave and let him have it after the war. So um it it 
it was it really was less the reason was was less than what's going on today and um you call that a civil war i i call it the second revolt and, and uh, there's about to be a third revolt uh except this time americans aren't going to take up arms to become another country they're going to take up arms to take their country back and I, I've been seeing it for a couple of years now. There, there's a segment of of the population who train on weekends, who practice military maneuvers, um, and they know what it means to pick up their rifle. And they've always said, when the time comes, they'll use it. Now. They're not the January 6th people because everybody knows the FBI instigated that shit, Ray Epps. Real, real patriots aren't going to do something so stupid as, as to raid the Capitol. Well, there have been, there have been, um, studies that our own government has done and right now at one point when i first looked into this it was 10 percent. right now it's about 20 percent. but the uh the original revolutionary war needed only three percent of the colonies population to overthrow england that's it. That's all it took. It was 3%. Um, when I, when I first looked into it, 20 or 10% of Americans were ready to overthrow the government. 10%. And it would take less than three. Now it's sitting on like 20. And according to the government's own statistics, two-thirds of the military was side with the patriots. Military would abandon the government for the most part. So would the police force. The question has always remained, what will be the driving factor what will it take for that to happen? And they've tried to prepare for this. They've tried to plan for it. Q wasn't involved in any of that, unfortunately. Um, but they know that it will take about 5% of the population to overthrow our government. And they know that two-thirds of the military and 20% of the population will do it when the time comes. And my fear is that that time is running very, very close. Um, I've, I've tried to be the canary in the coal mine and warn people who keep supporting the wrong people that you keep pushing and you keep pushing and you keep pushing uh, the powder keg's going to explode. And when it happens, 
you think January 6th was an insurrection. You haven't seen an insurrection yet. And when it happens, it's going to be the right thing because our forefathers had prepared us for that. I think Washington was quoted that the current the constitution would last them would last Americans 200 years before we'd have to fight for it again. Before we'd have to it it's it's designed the constitution was written knowing that every once in a while every couple hundred years we would have to fight for it again. And that's why the, the, the second amendment's there. That's why the First Amendment's there. Um, it was, the Second Amendment is so important to our forefathers that it's number two. The right to bear arms is so important. It's number two. <laughs> you know, and they knew. They, they knew that we would have to fight for it again because it would be tested. And that time is overdue. You that's know, why they're allo- that's why they're allowing all this stuff to happen the way it is, like in in all these liberal cities. The reason they're allowing all this stuff to happen is because they want somebody to come in and take over. They want somebody to come in and say, "Okay, well, you, you've you've destroyed the city. You've you, you know, look at what you've done to your citizens. You know, you've allowed these people to rob and steal and you know all this all this junk." You could look at it that way. You know. I mean, but it, I mean, I, I, it's all happening in liberal cities. It's not happening here in places here, the South, um, which is why I think this this bill. I yeah, personally don't think it's going to go anywhere. I don't think it is either. But there's a chance they're trying, and they're going to keep trying. But even if it does, I mean, <laughs> good luck getting. To, like I said on Facebook. Good luck trying to enforce that shit. I mean, you you want you want the split to happen? It's gonna happen. <laughs> it's gonna be that might that might be the thing that drives folks over the edge, as a matter of fact. It might be what they feel is the last hoorah. You, you know? I mean I think it would be kind of interesting um, if there was a second Revolutionary War. I'm not entirely opposed to it, um, other than the bloodshed, uh, the violence. But um, my fear is that's the only way shit's going to get back to the way it's supposed to be. You, You know, everything's so fucked up right now. You know, inflation's through the roof, cost of living's through the roof. These politicians keep getting richer and richer and richer. Something's got to give. Like I said, the powder is going to explode. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I don't want it to go that far. But, I, you know, I'm trying to look at all the scenarios. When Trump gets back in office, he's only in office for four years. Okay. It didn't take a year to undo everything he did in his first four years. So... Well, I'm a little, I'm a little concerned because, uh, you know, people that we, people that we listen to have said, well, by the time, you know, when, when it's, when Trump is able to run again, he'll be the same age as Biden. Yeah, he's in a lot better shape. <laughs> True, but I, I don't know. It just, it's one of those things that sort of like, well, yeah, but he's not, 
You look at Trump and you look at Biden side by side, dude. Yeah, he's not. I mean, um, uh, Biden is not mentally competent to run a country. Period. But I don't. Well, you know, it it has been revealed that he's on this this powerful medication that um, his wife administers to him. You know, she's not a real doctor, but. Um, they give him these pills and when he's off the pills, he's very childlike. Um, he's, he's got to have the pills and they don't know what pills they are, but, um, somebody from the white house reached out to Tucker Carlson and gave him, uh, a lot of the, a lot of that information. I'm not a big fan of Tucker. I mean, he's okay. He's all right, but um, every now and then he's he's got a, you know, he's got a doozy. Yeah, any but anybody who's really interested in in, in Fox News, it's kind of slanted. Uh, I'll say that up front. But there's a, a documentary about Fox called Outfoxed. Yeah, I'm not gonna watch that because the it, the, sl- the slant. Well, I mean, it is, but. It's, it's kind of interesting. I found it years ago. Um, because basically it contends, which everybody knows the guys that owned owned Fox, uh, Rupert Murdoch, they're Democrats. He's, they're all Democrats. But yet they're, it's a conservative news channel, right? Well, it's it it's disguised as a conservative. Yeah. Um, uh, when when the when the when the rubber hits the road, it shows its true colors. Like the fact they won't talk about Dinesh D'Souza's two thousand mules. They refuse to talk about it. Um, it's like why not? It's all there. I mean, it's on film. Just watch it. I mean, <laughs> you know. I mean, I you could you can prosecute a murder with the evidence that they gathered, but you can't talk about it on network television. I mean, well, uh, one of the things that I picked up from the documentary, which I like, I said I haven't seen it in years. This was I saw this on like streaming or something somewhere. Yeah, mine. Um, but one of the things the that um, breaking or uh, whatever they call it. The, the uh, breaking news little thing that they do, the that they constantly use, um, that was developed during the Columbine disaster. <laughs> um, I don't know what you're talking about, right? The little, um, the lower third, the, no, the, the scroll thing. The way they break into the way they break in, you know, and say breaking story or they call it something specific but i don't know the exact terminology but basically they've interrupted regular broadcasting ever since tv was invented well i know but this is something specific unique to fox um that was specifically created during the columbine shooting um i don't i'm I'm, and and they've used it ever since and like they use it for everything like everything is is breaking news. Everything is uh, like every story that they you know that they talk about, and 
it's I, I am shocked that people do not have not figured out that if you get up in the morning and you turn on any news channel, you sit there for about 15 minutes. You've gotten the news for your entire day. You know, that's it. That's all they're going to talk about. Well, CNN, CNN started that. I mean, well, actually, headline news was the originator of that specific, but the 24 hour news network was CNN all day, man. Yeah. And well, I remember when CNN, um, I remember watching the coverage of the Gulf War, which wasn't that entertaining as hell. That was that was when CNN meant something. I mean, that, that basically made CNN. That would entertain the Scud missiles I mean. versus the Patriot missiles. We had teams to root for. We had, you know, we had the the embedded journalist was a new thing back then. Yeah. And, uh, Which uh, now you look at it now and it's like all this flashing stuff going on behind the the journalist. The oh, journalist. they just they just green screen it now. It's and, like, and they're yeah. calmly just kind of like, yeah, bullshit. It's, it's not like when you when you uh, flip over to the Weather Channel <laughs> and the dude is just high in water, holding on to a tree trunk, going, "It's really bad out here, Jim. I don't know how much longer I can stand out here." <laughs> Meanwhile, there's people walking behind him. You know. That was C- that wasn't the Weather Channel. That was CNN, wasn't it? No, the Weather ch- the Weather Channel is the one that does that. Where like all well, there was one uh, where Anderson Cooper was in a ditch, and uh, you know they they did like a, a a wide angle shot, and everybody was walking around normal and everything, and he's got his own umbrella and he's in a ditch full of water. <laughs> And there's, there's, I mean, they do that stuff all the time. I mean, the the dude look, crawling out of the body bags. One of my yeah, favorites. the the, the dude. Um, my favorite is the one where the guy goes to the border, right? Yeah, he's, he's trying to interview all these you know, these migrants coming across. It's people that don't supposedly speak English, and you got dudes, mm. you got dude pushing a wheelchair, a nice wheelchair. Like not mm-hmm. beat up or anything. Do walk mm-hmm. around with a new, with a nice new backpack. His clothes are all clean. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but th- this dude is. But these people have traveled for days, and and, and that gone. backpack ain't got dirt on it. Yeah, and and nothing. He's he's you know pristine, not a hair out of place. Shit, that motherfucker, he just swam across the Rio Grande River, man. I mean, he got nice and clean, man. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, but, no, but nobody says anything. It's like, okay. Because, man, we're, we're so used to shit being fake that we don't even pay any attention anymore. I mean, that's why they keep having all these, all these shootings and stuff, so that we're so desensitized to... No, they have these... They have these shootings. A, the FBI needs to be relevant, and B, they're trying to take our guns. Man, we have enough of these shootings. Mass shootings has been successful in every country: Australia, Canada, um, as far as gun confiscation goes. And they're trying to do it here. 
you know, well, one more mass shooting and then people will be mad enough to give up their guns. One more. One more. Well, I can't I can't believe they actually I was listening this morning. They had some guy who was uh he's out <laughs> shopping with his girlfriend um in a, in the mall. In the mall for real. Yeah. And that guy comes in, starts shooting up the place. Well, he proceeds to go he was happened to be carrying a gun, carrying a firearm, uh, and he shoots the guy twice. And they're like, "This guy's a hero. He saved a lot of lives." You know, it, you didn't hear any of this, uh, any of this stuff about, "Oh, this is not. This is why we shouldn't have." It was the exact opposite. Uh, well, why citizens should carry guns. My dad was carrying a power strip through Walmart, and he was accosted by a fellow customer. Well, uh, that's for carrying a machine gun. That's a that's an ignorant person right there. Is all that is. Can you imagine? My dad's walking around with this power strip under his arm, and some lunatic comes out of nowhere. Panicked all the hell in the back, asking him why he's walking you, around with a machine gun. Why are you walking around? Yeah, uh, I, I decided. First of I, all, you it's like I told my dad. First of all, you can legally buy a rifle right there at Walmart. I've seen them. <laughs> um, so maybe that's happened. Second of all, it's a fucking power strip. You can't tell a power strip from a. Yeah, man, it's got a, it's got a one ten volt. Um, it's got a five plug clip. Uh, <laughs> yeah, man. Man, I, that's just how ignorant people. I wonder how, how how old was this person that he got? I don't. Him? I don't know. He he don't want to talk about it. He gets upset. It couldn't. It couldn't have been a very old uh, old guy because it had to be a young person. Because no old older person is gonna you know gonna look at stuff like that. This is somebody who is not educated, who doesn't have a clue. My dad just told him to quit watching CNN. <laughs> I know, but um, I mean, basically, that, that's that's what that's what they want. They want a bunch of uneducated, dumb, scared, um, scared, scared people, mm-hmm. sheep, basically. Mm-hmm. Oh no. Uh, um, cause I see them every day at work. Y'all know who y'all are. People that walk in that walk into my my little area and go, uh, which one can I go in? Pick one. Pick one, motherfucker. The door's open. <laughs> that boggles my mind, man. Every door's open, and they're gonna ask you, which one do I go in? The empty one, motherfucker. God. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not getting those brain cells back, man. Something like it just I'm I'm like, you know, I, I know this is a woman, but I, there are days when I'm like, Calgon, take me away. <laughs> yeah, you, you keep the Calgon commercial. I remember those. <laughs> They made me want to buy a cow gun. I was like, yeah, where do I get this fucking cow gun, man? Yeah. <laughs> cow gun magic, goddamn. 
Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Cow gonna take me, take me somewhere, Cow gone. Shit, I'm here for yeah, that damn TV, it, man. It, like, break, break. Let me see that chick, you know. <laughs> hey, hey, Cow gone. Where's that naked chick with the soap in her hair, man? Bring, bring that shit back. Yeah. Nah, but for real, um, we promised our non-existent audience, um, movie discussion. Yes. Um, now you sent me a uh, a movie that mm-hmm. I I had heard of, but I had just never gotten around to watching it. Mm-hmm. I did get around to watching it, and um, so when you sent it to me, like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch. It's been on my list for like God God knows how long. I'm a big I'm a I like Nicolas Cage. I do too. You know, he's a weirdo, but I like him. His more recent movies are kind of like dark, odd in some yeah. in some respects. I haven't seen some of the ones that everybody raves about. Like I still haven't watched Leaving Las Vegas or um. Yeah, watch Leaving Las Vegas. That's an old movie, man. I know it's an older movie. Contrary to popular belief, there are a lot of older movies that I have not seen. I've not seen every 80s movie. <laughs> Raising Arizona is a classic, man. Yeah. Um, God, that's wa- a classic. Dude walking around with, uh, with, with the, the bounty hunter trying to, you know, kidnap the kid. And he, like, pulls the grenade and the dude blows up. It's like, um, but, uh, yeah, this was a very... He drives back and picks the diapers up, man. That's my favorite. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Man. Yeah, but uh, this was a very dark, very. Um, Did we ever discuss the name of this movie? The, yeah, this this movie was called Joe. Uh, yeah, and, and it really didn't have a plot. I mean, it, it just kind of threw you into this. Um, world, um, they did which in a I, I kind of respect movies like that to a certain degree. It didn't follow the cookie cutter um pa- uh, formula that you would think. You know, yeah, but kinda, if you're, yeah, you're kind of just watching this movie and you're kind of like, where is this going? I don't know where this is going, and then it goes there. And, and, then, and I'm like, oh, that's that's where it's going. Okay. I mean, because I was trying to figure out, like, one minute he's just, you know, working. He's got his workers, and he pays these people, you know, these, and he's got this kid who, you know, joins up, and then he's got his this drunk dad, and like, all of a sudden he'd freak out and beat the crap out of somebody, and then go drive uh drive down the road let it let his pit bull go um drive to some drive to to a prostitute's house get it on with her (laughs) 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 just just just, you know just random crap it was kind of random but in life kind of random in daily life and, and, and you know with with very little explanation and then next thing you know, he's in jail. And you're like, okay. 
I guess he, he messed with the wrong person. I mean, he beat the crap out of a cop at one point. <laughs> or slapped him around at least. He didn't beat the crap out of him, but he slapped him around at least. And and it's like, eh, okay. And dude just sat there, didn't call anybody, didn't say anything, didn't... didn't... <laughs> yeah, I thought that was interesting. Then you realize, well, who who is he going to call? Um if he was going to call somebody. And, and there's this guy that kept following around, following him around and like had a scar on his face and like had, had to explain like, I'm invincible because I got through, I went through a window. At four o'clock in the morning. <laughs> what time, hey, what time did you go through that windshield? I just, I'm, I'm just curious. I might've been on the corner when that happened. Four o'clock. Oh shit! I was still in bed. <laughs> I feel if you said six thirty, we I might have seen that shit. You know, you know. But um, I mean, it, it had the the you know the story of the, the kid that you know wanted wanted something better out of life and wanted you know and his dad like tried to take everything from him. And, you know, tried to whore out his sister. Or I guess that was his sister. I know we could figure that out. Yeah, that, um, was his, uh, that was his sister. You remember where where four o'clock in the morning, Scarface, on the bridge, asked him if he had any sisters. He said, "Yeah, I got a sister. Is man. she pretty?" Yeah, yeah. And then he's like, "No." Nah, and then then the kid beats the fuck out of it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Damn, that I like this kid, man." Yeah, I mean, he he just wanted he just wanted to work and earn money and you know. He and, really liked and, Joe's truck though, man. Mm-hmm. I bet she still has that truck. <laughs> yep. Still riding around with that dog. I love that scene with the dog where it's like, um, uh, it's like he, he, every time he goes to that house, like that dog just stands there and barks at him. Like that dog is psycho. I don't like that. He's like, you mean you don't like dogs? No, I love dogs, but that dog is crazy. <laughs> and dogs uh, doing what dogs supposed to do. And and he let he brings his dog over, and the dog and his dog whoops their that dog's ass, basically kills it, I guess. He ate um, him. And uh, <laughs> um, you chewing on that motherfucker when he got done. He was like, what <clears throat> wasn't his dog's name? Dog? Did yep. you pick up dog? Yeah. And uh, that's a perfect name for a dog. Man. And then. I love the fact where he like uh, he let the dog go at one point, and then like all of a sudden that's like, when he, he got arrested. Yeah, he got arrested, and then he's like, the "Dog hauled ass." I gotta find my dog. I need help finding my dog, and they go all over the place looking for this dog, the and they go like, back go back to the place where he let him go, and it's just he's just sitting there. Like, hey. Been a couple of days. I'm still here. Where the fuck you been, man? <laughs> I'm hungry. You got another German Shepherd I could eat, motherfucker? <laughs> See, if you just walked by the house, dog wouldn't have said nothing. But since you were at the driveway, dog was doing what dog's supposed to do. That's a good dog. Yeah, whatever. Still but, psycho. Yeah, I mean, it had a. It, it was a sad ending, but at the same time, it, it just had so many, like, plot 
big. It had moments. It had moments. When you're just like, okay, they're going there. Oh, okay. It went all the way there. (laughs) I mean, I like the ending, but I didn't like the ending. Yeah, I mean... The the old man who just beats the crap out of the kid and everything just randomly decides, okay, uh, I've had enough. I'm just going to jump. Like, you don't got any more bullets. I'll just jump off a bridge. You don't have to beat. You don't have to kick my ass or anything. I'll just jump. <laughs> well, he knew that he was going to die a painful death. I mean, he knew. Joe already didn't like that dude. Mm-hmm. And then when he found out what he found out, um, he wasn't going to die pleasant. <laughs> Jumping off that bridge was the smartest thing that old drunk ever did, man. <laughs> Joe was not going to... Yeah. In fact, that he, you know, the kid kind of turned into Joe, don't you think? Wasn't that kind of the... Did, didn't you kind of pick up on that, you know? Yeah, but he was the, the only kid. one. The, he was the only one that was ever. Joe was the only one that was ever decent to him. So. Yeah, know. I mean, I'm okay with it. I just I hate Joe died. Um, I think you know, but you know, dog didn't seem to give a shit. You gonna feed me, kid? Okay, cool. I ride with you. <laughs> So yeah, but they're they're in, they're movies like that from time to time. And you just kind of um, see if that had been a bad like that could have been a terrible movie, but something about it, I guess the the seriousness of it wasn't trying to be a comedy or anything, but it, it was just it was a it was a weighted movie. It was really heavy, mm-hmm. you know. And I think that's what carried it through the lack of, uh, I mean, it didn't really need a complex plot. You know what I mean? Yeah, a lot of his movies, especially in recent years, Nicolas Cage, I mean, a lot of his movies in recent years have really been dark. There's a movie he's in that's a couple of years earlier than, than Joe or Maybe more recent, but I think it's earlier. It's called Rage, where he plays a mobster um, who's out of the game and like. Oh, let's just, go all the way back to Eight Millimeter. Yeah, you ever seen um, that? I have tried to watch that movie. That's a hard least, movie to watch. At, at least twice. Yeah. And I and I I mean I I went to the movies to see it twice, and I walked out of it both times. Why did you walk out of just the con the the nature of the movie or? Well, that and the people I was with that, that could go watch it just really wasn't into it. But at least the second time I was like, you know, I'm gonna sit here and watch this damn movie, you know. Um, but uh, the uh. I have yet to get through. I've never watched the entire. I've seen the first 15 or 20 minutes, I think. Oh, damn. You didn't even get started in that movie. No. <laughs> We're going to have to watch it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not a great. It's not. Let's see. The movie is an excellent movie. 
but um, the subject matter is not excellent at all. Yeah. Um, you go, he goes down a rabbit hole, and uh, I kind of feel like I kind of feel like you know the movie. Mm, I don't want to give too much of it away, but oh, there's some there's some really crazy one crazy movies uh, that he's in. Um, one in particular that uh, that that I think you should watch. I've seen it and remember it vividly just for one scene. But um, it's called Drive Angry. And uh, was my father in that movie? <laughs> Um, no, um, just sounds like a movie he would write, mm, drive angry. Mm. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, a movie I recently wa- went to the theaters and saw your dad would probably like, you know, you, I don't think would, but, uh, I went to see the gray man, um, which is based off of, uh, um, a, uh, it's will eventually be on Netflix because it's made by Netflix, but they are actually starting to put some of their their films out in theaters um, before they actually put them on the servers, which I think is interesting. Um, yeah, I'm I'm not interested in Netflix, but um, this particular one, I, I I lean towards a lot of the military and espionage um, type of books. And I managed to read half of the book before I saw the movie. The movie is nothing like the book, unfortunately. Um, I mean, they had the same character, some of the same characters and stuff, but the book is way better. Um, it's about this guy that uh, he's like a contract, you know, or, or uh, contractor um, who is like on the run from the CIA. And he um, basically won't. He only takes contracts that the kill is is like justified and righteous, and um, you know, bad people doing bad shit. Um, and uh, it has um, Chris Pratt and um, uh, dude that played. Uh, Chris Evans, who plays the bad guy in this movie, and he plays a really good bad guy. If you've ever seen Captain Captain America, like this is the complete opposite of Captain America. This is like crazy villain guy. Like, um, it was just it was it was it's directed by the same people who did uh, who did Avengers, but um, it just it was different and um I liked it um I go to the movies about every other week now because mom has cards in the house with a group um and dad and I um are like uh we're not sticking around here or you know <laughs> we're gonna go find something you know manly to do <laughs> that old thing so uh yeah um yeah 
there's like a lot of different ones. I think uh, I think you've just suggested next week's movie. I think I'll get a copy of Eight Millimeter and check it out. Um, um, yeah, I'd like to watch it with you, but um, if you want to go ahead and watch it, that's cool too. Um, I mean, it's not a big deal. Just you know, there's plenty of movies we could watch together. Um. Uh, I will. I I don't think you've seen it yet, but I just want to throw out there. Um, I watched Beavis and Butthead do the universe. I have not watched it yet. I'm a fan of Beavis and Butthead, so um, as am I. I'm I'm gonna go ahead and just say it was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, I still, I, I still stand. I, I marinated on it for a little while after I watched it, kind of reflect on how I might feel about it. But um, yeah, I, I think it's cool. Mike Judge is totally behind it. He did the characters. Um, he he wrote it. And they're bringing it. They're bringing the show back to. Unfortunately, it's on the Paramount Network. It's this dumbass streaming service. And they had this big deal about. Um, about whether or not they were going to do the music video, you know, critique the music videos, which was a huge part of the original that show. Was, that was the huge part of the show, yeah, exactly. I mean, you could buy the DVD, the whole entire series on DVD now, but they took all the music videos out. So it loses a lot of a lot, its character. A lot of it, yeah. Well, they, they made it be a point of telling people, oh, they're going to put the music videos back in. And because uh, that was some of the funniest shit. I know there when they when they had music that they did like it was fucking cool, and when there was music they didn't like that was cool. Um, I don't know. I, I, you know, if you don't like Beavis and Butthead, that's cool. But just know, without Beavis and Butthead, there'd be no South Park. There'd be no Family Guy. Probably no Ren and Stimpy. Um, uh, it was the first adult cartoon, I think. I, I would say. Actually, technically, The Simpsons on that moniker, but but didn't I don't think I think I think we just, but it came before The Simpsons. I could be wrong. No, because Simpsons were 1980. Yeah, but when they first came out, they weren't a full show. They were just like clips which, of the Tracy Allman show. Which I'm not a huge fan of the Simpsons by any stretch of the imagination. I'm not either. I just but no. but I have I have made it my mission. I'm going to get hold of all the original um, seasons, like uh, all 55 of them. Well at least a good majority of them because when Disney bought Fox and put Simpsons on um, on the on their streaming service they edited the hell out of it and that's just mm. that's wrong <laughs> I mean the Simpsons love them or hate them are part of our pop culture I mean, hell, they made some pop culture. 
Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and, and, and without those kind of shows, I mean, you don't have anything. Without South Park, there's no there's no commentary on uh, how dumb society is. Without Family Guy, there's no commentary on how dumb society is. Without American Dad, there's no commentary on how dumb society is. Mm-hmm. Everything is just, you know. Um, and if you don't have somebody, I, and I think they would prefer it all. You don't question society. You just go along. You know, you don't have a problem with anything. You just go along. Well, nobody wants to do that. Nobody wants to be a drone. Nobody wants to be, you know, um, whatever they call people in 1984, um, where, where you have people that they, they, they just tell, you know, tell people that we were always at war with Eurasia and you just believe all the the ministry of truth. Yeah. Ministry. Yeah. We were always at war with this and, and you just, and it's always been this way. Don't ever question that. You know, don't ever question what the telescreen says. Don't ever question what the Ministry of Truth says. Don't ever have an opinion, you know, um, which is, you know, sad to see what the Internet has become because that's that's the place where, like, I have an opinion. This is my opinion. If you don't like it, fine. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, but no, we can't have that we have to have, you know, oh, my about the Simpsons, but anyway. Yeah. Well, I know that. I don't know what you specifically said. Yeah, um you got very animated then it got then it cut off. Yeah, sorry guys. Um I didn't it's my fault. I didn't plug the laptop in and it died. And now bugs <laughs> aggravated. Yes, I know. Well, if I don't aggra- <laughs> if I don't aggravate you every once in a while, you you get all like aggravated, depressed. <laughs> I don't know about that, but <laughs> it's give and take. Got, got, gotta gotta keep Bucky happy. If Bucky not happy, Bucky get very upset. <laughs> it ain't all that. <laughs> Just a little, just a lot more work added on to a lot of work. Uh, it's all right. Shit happens. I mean, I ain't too upset about it. It's just, uh-huh. it's just not going to, you know, the audience hears us talking about The Simpsons. I mean, it's just going to be a hard break there, and I'm not, I'm not sure how I'm going to fix that, but I probably won't. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, well, technical difficulties do happen, so they they do, and I'm not one of these producers who feel like I have to hide the secret sauce, you know, because we talked about that at the beginning of the show. Um, it's very hard to get educated in how to podcast and and stuff, and the parts I wasn't familiar with is the parts that a lot of people like the part, like the aspect of 
podcasting that most people have trouble with, I don't have trouble with because, you know, I'm a musician and I'm kind of familiar with recording and, you know, I know what needs to go in to it in order for it to sound good. Um, the distribution was my problem. Um, how do I, you know, where do I put this thing? How do I connect it to an RSS feed? How do I submit it? Um, and, you know, we've moved along now to where we have services to do all that for you. And um, I think it's pretty cool. Um, I would like to just take this time um I do believe I'm going to try to get us on Amazon Prime. Uh, I think that would uh, help our audience. Uh, it's just a manual submission. Um, it's not one of the automatic ones that, that Spotify will submit to. But I've got all the tools I need to to do it. I just need to take the time to actually do it. Um mm. So we'll be available on Amazon Prime here soon. And um, what else? Amazon Ooh. Prime, there's another one I was going to try to get on to. Um, but we're on the major platforms, Google and Apple and Google, Spotify. Spotify, uh, yeah. Uh, but, uh, you, know, the, uh, you know, there's a lot of folks. Oh, Pandora. That was the other one I was going to try to get on to. Um, there's folks that don't listen to podcasts or don't know how to subscribe, but, oh, I've got Pandora. Let me search my Pandora for this, and they can find us there. Or, oh, I've got Amazon Prime. Let me search. You, you know, it, 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 they don't want to jump out of one app into another. It just makes it easier. And speaking yeah, even, of, even Audible, I feel like if you're an Audible fan, they have podcasts. Well, Zoom. I think that's... Oh, I think yeah. when you submit to Amazon Prime, I think it goes to Audible automatically. Mm. Um, all <clears throat> Amazon properties, which I don't understand why Internet Movie Database, who is owned by Amazon, has their own streaming service. Um, wow. They, cha they wow. changed it. It was IMDb TV. Now it's Freevee. Um, I still go to IMDb, IMDb uh, for resources. I do, too. It's not changed anything. Um, well, I I never understood it either because, I mean, I know they're what they're trying to do is compete with Netflix to an extent, but it has ads. Like, so. Yeah, I'm not paying for anything with ads. You, you don't. You, well, you don't pay for this, unfortunately, but. Um, well, you know, I could watch YouTube. I can watch free movies on YouTube without ads. Yeah, they don't. They don't, li they don't like it, but I can do it. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, and I wouldn't do that to somebody's personal YouTube. Like you know, like if it, if somebody I'm subscribed to and I really want to support their channel, I wouldn't skip the ads on it. But um, for like Movie Studio and Google, yeah, I'm, I'm totally skip the ads on that. I'm not helping them out at all. Um. Well, I mean, uh, there's there's been some talk that even Netflix is talking about having a ad tier 
which makes no sense to me. You've been free without ads for all these years, and now all of a sudden, like, it'll be the, it'll be the death of Netflix. They're looking at it from a revenue stream. So, like, oh, we can get advertising money. Um, well, they got to do they, they got to do something about their subscriber base. I mean, um, uh, start offering fucking movies. How about that? Um, that's that was my complaint on last well, time we talked about. You Netflix. know, you know why they do that, don't you? Or why that's not no longer the case? Because it's too <laughs> it's too expensive. Yeah, that's what Netflix says, but they did it. They've done. They did it when they were making way less money than they're making now. So you know, I keep hearing that, but we're talking fucking movies like Silver Bullet, dude. How fucking hard would it be to license Silver Bullet? It's not a fucking mainstream movie. It's it's an old movie that nobody's heard of, and they you mean to tell me that they can't find a way to get, to put that movie on their service? It's probably a handful of. A handful of studios that own all the movies, <laughs> and well, well, yeah, this this is true, but still, I mean, they on, license out. It's like the music industry, the Taylor Swifts and the and the um, what's the other one? The Miley Cyruses pay for your little independent garage bands, you know. Yeah, sort of, I guess. I don't no, that's up. that's true. They they make all the money. They make all the money for the for the for the label, and it gives it gives room for the little guys to go in there and experiment, and do this that, and the other. Um, they don't have to make a lot of money for the studio because or the the record label because you know Taylor Swift is gonna you know. She's going to do 50 million, 50 million views on YouTube, no matter what she does, you know? Um, and that's just the nature of it, man. Even though I kind of like Katy Perry, um, I got to admit. Well, I don't. I know. I know. I just, there's something about, I had a dream about Katy Perry. We were that's married. Like, uh, well, that's, I mean, I could say the same thing about um, Pink same thing about Avril Lavigne. Um, I don't don't like Avril Lavigne. Pink's I. Um. Well, I just Pink's attitude is uh, Avril Lavigne. I just like her voice. Pink, I just I like her voice, but also like her attitude. Her attitude is like fuck you. <laughs> uh, it, 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 that's rare. Even even in today's you know. Well, the fact that she writes her own music is important to me. Um, mm -hmm. That duet she did with that dude, I really liked. Um, Kenny Chesney? No, it's that other dude. The dude with the accent. Uh, you got me there, man. <laughs> Yeah, you're not a real pink fan, so. Well, I mean, like, I I know she did a duet with Kenny Chesney, but I don't remember. This is the really big hit, man. It's a duet, and they talked about their just 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 give me one more, uh, give me one more try or give me one more chance or something like that. 
Not ringing a bell. I mean, I want to say Tony Bennett, but that's Lady God. Oh, that's God, no. God, no. Come on, man. Um, I'm going to have to find it real quick. I'm not going to play it because we'll get tagged. But, uh, yeah. Okay, pink. Um, damn. Let's see here. Pink. <laughs> we don't do these musical segments just, very often. Just, just give me a reason. 1.4 billion views nine years ago. Mm. Just give me one. Just give me a reason. Yeah, I'll play a little bit for you if you can hear it. Okay. Um, you sound familiar? No, but uh, I don't. I don't want to get. I don't want us to get flagged. So. Well, we're not gonna get. Man, nobody listens, man. Well, yeah. Somebody has to hear this shit for us to get flagged. Man. True, I know, but um, anyway. Um, I'll have to take a listen because I don't think I've ever heard that. I remember the one with Kenny Chesney because it caught I don't, it I, See, that's one I don't know. I'm, I'm not a Kenny Chesney fan. I'm not so. a Kenny Chesney fan either, but it was all over the damn radio. So, well, um, This was all over the damn radio about nine years ago when I, when I started Lowe's. It was really popular on the um, overhead. I mean, I don't. <laughs> the thing about it is, too, I'm, I don't listen to her that, that much. Every once in a time, same thing with Avril Lavigne. I don't, um, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, speaking of which, people I don't listen to very much. <laughs> um, my favorite band, um, put out a new record and or a journey, yeah. And I am, conflicted. they still got that Arnell dude thing, yes. There? I'm conflicted as hell. Because why, why are you conflicted? Because it doesn't sound bad, okay. but you can, you can definitely tell. Like, okay, Dean Castronovo replaced Steve Smith. Steve Smith and Ross Valerie got fired and got sued. Oh, so basically, you're at a point where where's Journey? It's just Neil Sean now. Yeah. So well, basically, it's it's you remember back in. The Raised on Radio Tour, Ross Valerie and Steve Smith were fired and and back and they were backed up by studio musicians. This was their very last album before um, uh, that uh, before '95. Um, yeah, I remember but, it like it was yesterday, man. I know. <laughs> but yeah, the the video was is like like everybody remembers Randy Jackson was the bass player. Um, yeah, he's a hell of a bass player too, man. I mean, supposedly he played on on this record too, but um, he's not touring with them. I don't know who's touring with them to be honest. Um, Dean Castronovo is back with them playing drums again after he got fired, which I still don't understand how that what the problem was there, but, (laughs) um, 
Journey, yeah, to me, like, I'm of two minds about the thing, because, like, to me, Journey is, you know, Steve Perry, Neil Sean, Jonathan Cain, mm-hmm. Steve Smith, Ross Valerie. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know Journey was a band before Steve Perry, mm-hmm. and, yeah, I can, I can, can respect that and understand that. Um, mm-hmm. But, like, and I, Arnell does not bother me, mm. but I, I, I keep wanting, like, when are you guys just going to give it up? It's just, it's not fun anymore. When you start replacing band members and at this late stage in the game, okay, I understand Steve Perry's never going to play with Journey again. It's fine. I get it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but um, th- just to just to, I mean, that I kind of understand where where Neil is coming from. Where Neil and Jonathan Cain are coming from with with uh, Ross Valerie and Steve Smith. Basically, they're like they tried to Steve Smith and Ross Valerie tried to get a piece of the of Journey's production company. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you know, because I guess they figured they weren't being paid enough or some shit. Because most of the song royalty writing royalties go to either Neil Sean or Steve Perry, because they wrote most of their hits. Um, but uh, so they tried to 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 get that, and they ended up firing them and suing them, and like this is bullshit. This is like. You know, Queensryche level crap. Because <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know if anybody remembers what happened. To, very few people. If you're if you're a Queensryche fan, you probably know. But um, well, how about just you know do a do a quick synopsis for the for the audience? I mean, yeah, we we know, but yeah, basically, um, what is it? The original. Um, Jeff Queens, Tate. Jeff Tate. Who's the uh, singer? Yeah, who's the front front man for Queensrÿche. Him and mm-hmm. his wife, um, basically ran like their fan club and you know did a lot of stuff for the band like on the the back end. Mm-hmm. And they had a falling out and basically fired Tate and got a new singer. And for a while. Um, uh, Tate tried to go, you know, form another band and under the Queen's Right moniker and and go out and 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 play, and they ended up having to sue Tate to stop him from <laughs> from uh using Queen's Right's name and you know all that kind of junk, mm-hmm. and it was like years, um. And in litigation and stuff, it was really freaking sad because, like, Queensryche is one of the, like, dumb. Well, yeah, there's no words. Um, <laughs> uh, the talented group of individuals. The new guy that they've got singing for him now, I forget his name, but he's he's good. I've heard some of the new stuff. It, it, it's It's... 
Yeah, nobody has Jeff's voice though. No, I mean that registers like. Um, and I I like Queensrÿche is one of those bands. Not many people know this, but they're um, and they that this is their Pink Floyd influence coming through. Is not only do they have concept albums, but a lot of their albums run together to tell a story. Like, um, like there's a whole theme that runs through all of their music, like stories and characters, and um, they kind of took the concept album to concept catalog, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, I didn't know that for a long time. Uh, Chuck got in an argument with, uh, wow, I wouldn't say an argument. Yeah, I would. There's some random dude at at IHOP one day. (laughs) Random dude at IHOP? Yeah. Uh, Some random dude at IHOP, IHOP, I started arguing with him about Queensryche. (laughs) Well, actually, it was Van Halen, but Queensryche got thrown in there. But um, I'll tell you about that another time. Uh, it's one of those moments I'm sitting there listening and listening and listening until I just have to turn around and fucking yeah I've been sitting here eavesdropping on y'all shit and you're wrong and you're right uh, <laughs> um, and it, it, it you know it, it, it went it didn't get heated but it, it went places Fortunately, I was done with my breakfast by the time that happened. Was this um, the was this the whole um, Sammy Hagar is better than David Lee Roth? No, 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 no. Um, it was worse than that. That I can at least understand, you know, because it's almost like two bands, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, this was Eddie Van Halen was an overrated guitar player, and I don't understand why his music was so popular. Um, the music never really fit the lyrics. And uh, I I was just listening to this and listening to this and listening to this. And like, the music never fit the lyrics. Yeah, that's what the what? Yeah, that's when I turned around and jumped in. <laughs> uh, yeah, my, my, my sentiment would have been, explain this to me. I mean... I'm no huge David Lee Roth fan by any stretch of the imagination, but what? (laughs) He was making no sense, dude. Uh, Even my mom was, even my mom was like, you know, how do you, how do you, hey, she goes, I can understand if he didn't like that style of music, but. If you're into that sort of thing, how do you not like Van Halen? I, like, I don't know, Mom. Don't know. I mean, I I, I have a love hate sort of di- thing when it comes to the- David Rudolph's voice just just irritate the hell out of me. He he would do that little high register like every single song. And you're like, dude, no. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I mean, Eddie had a very specific style that everybody and their mother copied. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, I, I ended the argument with that fact. I was like, uh, every guitar player you do like will say they play guitar because of Eddie Van Halen. So you can, you know, you can say he was overrated all you want to, but without him, your favorite guitar player wouldn't exist. He's like, well, you don't know who my favorite guitar player is. I said, well, no, I don't, but I guarantee you, if you asked him who influenced him to play the guitar, uh, Eddie Van Halen would be one one of the people he tells he says uh, is the reason he plays guitar. Well, there's there's a generation uh, there's generations of kids that will that look up to Eddie Van Halen. There's generations of kids that look up to. I know you don't like the guy, but uh, Billy Joe Armstrong. Um, no, I don't like him at all. But I mean, um, well, he's got my pro. I, I have a better understanding of that dude. I listened to a. Uh, it was uh, one of those free audio book things. Um, he, regardless of what you're, you know, whether you like his singing style, it does kind of sound like Bob Dylan in a way. Um, I, in fact, I don't even know how he, because when you listen to him talk, like, how do you get your voice to do that? Because it doesn't sound anything like your your voice natural speaking voice does not sound anything like your singing voice. Mm -hmm. Um, which I guess that's probably the case with most people, but with him in particular, I just, I just couldn't like what, how, (laughs) um, and, uh, but green is just one of those bands for me. That's like, uh, you know, yeah, are they, are they like traditional punk or are they like no? They're like basically without that, them. That that's completely irrelevant to how I feel about Billy Joe. Uh-huh. Um, without them, there would be no pop punk, pop punk genre, which I would be okay with. I yeah, I mean bands like Blink One Eighty Two wouldn't exist, which I would totally be okay with because <laughs> I used to, I used to like some. I used to like some of their music in high school, but like now it's like, dude, why the hell are y'all running around <laughs> butt ass naked, you know, in a video just because like, it's like the Chili Peppers. The Chili Peppers were notorious for that crap, you know, and, yeah. and it, it used to be their thing and, you know, they would they'd perform at least one song where they're <laughs> naked. Um... Every, I wonder if they do that every show. I, I wonder if they do that. Uh, that that'd get old after a while. I but know. I mean, oh yeah, but I mean, like, um, I mean, I certain things just bring me, you know, like I'll hear something, you know, hear a band member talk or whatever, and I'll and I'll and I'll, you know, get a better understanding of why they think the way they think or why they did something that they. You know, everybody reveres them for, or hate the fact that they did something that everybody reveres them for that they don't want to be revered for. Um, mm-hmm. But um, I mean, with Green Day in particular, whenever they think, whenever they people think of Green Day, they think of Woodstock '94. And is that really is that really what they think of? Pretty much. Um, well, not so much now nowadays because of 
Was it was it ninety four or ninety nine? Ninety four. I don't remember that one. They were the that was the first when that's when they brought it back. I thought that was ninety nine. No. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm sure. Oh, I don't remember that. Huh. Oh. Well, well, anyway, not not a big deal. Um, I wasn't paying attention. Yeah, I wasn't that paying was attention the, to the music at the time. That anyway. was the big giant. That was the big giant mud festival right there, man. And, and, the original. Um. But yeah, because they had like big old clumps of mud, and like uh, they were throwing people, throwing you know, Billy Joe was on stage throwing the mud back and all this kind of shit. Um, but uh, yeah, he's he's got a lot of like, like he should be on fucking medication. <laughs> I don't know. I remember seeing him on an episode of the Chris Isaac show. Years ago, you remember that? You ever? Um, I didn't actually know. I mean, I vaguely remember him, but I went. What did they? What show? What? 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 Uh, what? It was called the Chris Isaac Show. It was uh, it was a fictional show about Chris Isaac. You know, it was kind of his life, but it was fictionalized. Oh, and okay. he, had, he he had like guest people coming in and out of the show. Billy Billy Joe Armstrong was was one of these cameo played himself, you know. Mm-hmm. Chris Chris played himself, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but it's sort of like a a faux reality show, right? Okay. Now, I don't know how long it was on. Um, I I'd stopped watching television and lost track of all that. So it was years ago, at least twenty years ago. At least. But yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um talented guy, but just got a lot like we talked about, I think, last show. He he basically went to another country and Renounced his his American citizenship. I'm like, okay, first of all, who, who did this? Billy Joe Armstrong. Oh yeah, yeah. Which is fine. Good riddance, Billy. But I mean, America didn't do anything for you anyway. So goodbye. Well, actually, certainly as hell didn't do anything for America. Um. Which I mean, he, he basically pulled a Dixie Chicks is what he did. Um, but uh, which yeah, when's the last time you heard from them people? Well, they had to drop the Dixie because that's racist, so they call themselves the Chicks now. And uh, I don't know what they're doing. Uh, yeah, well, everything, you know. And on that note, we're at two and a half hours. Um, all right. If you want to keep talking, I'm good. If not, we can call it good. We'll just, uh, 
let's do the little um, de facto um, please help us out segment. Um, yeah, help us by at least damn pass the show. If you if you're one of the fortunate people to listen to this show, you're you know you're one of the very few that happen to be listening. Um, share it with your friends. Just pass at this point. Just promote the show. I'm not. I'm not I don't even care if you throw money at us at this point. Just. I would be happy just to get more listeners. Just promote it for us. If you, you know, just share it. Say, hey, these two nutballs on, on this podcast, you, you really get a kick out of it. Whatever, you know, whatever you get out of the show, just pass it on. Pass, Share it with somebody. If mm-hmm. you, Even if you don't like it, mention it to somebody, they might. I mean, know? I would love to, get uh, to the, love to get to the point where we don't have to, because I, I really hate doing this every every single show. I really well, you're you're gonna have to. Um, because I, the number one reason people donate do not donate to charities is because nobody asks them to. Yeah. Um, so you're going to have to get used to. But uh, yeah, I, I mean, I understand it's it's part of if you want to be successful and so forth. I mean. I do this because I, I enjoy doing it, having a conversation. I do this because Gio enjoys doing it. <laughs> I mean, I know. It's, but, uh. It's just fine. I'm not yeah. complaining. Yeah, I, mean, I would, yeah. If I really didn't want to do it, it wouldn't be getting done. So, um. But, um. <laughs> The technical, the technical side of this. I mean, we want to improve the show. We want to run. We want to do clips. We want to do, not so much sound effects. We don't want to segment the show. Says Gio. Show. I, I think I think jingles and sound effects would be cool, but I'm outvoted. Really? Yeah. <laughs> uh. Excuse me, Mister. I don't like my computer making sounds at me. <laughs> That's my computer. It's not a podcast. Like when I'm listening to music while I'm playing a game, I don't want dinks and donks interrupting it. Um, you know, there's no reason my computer should be donking at me while I'm at it playing music and listening or, or playing a video game and listening to music. You tell me, is there any good reason that your computer needs making noise? Hmm. Notification wise, yes, but I noticed. I mean, we both Can't. run Mac. We both run Macs. They don't really make a whole lot of noise. You ever notice oh, that? Oh, they will. The <laughs> first thing I did when I got my Mac was turn off all that shit. And they're the worst about it. Windows. At least is, I don't know. When I yeah. say dinks and donks, that's literally what Mac sounds like. Dink, donk. Don't. Mm, mine doesn't do mine. I've had my MacBook for several years now. Mine's never done that. In fact, I'm like kind of shocked that they brought back the uh, for a number of years now. Years there was no startup sound, and they brought it back, um, which I thought was kind of weird. But uh, 
with that charm. Yeah. And they brought it back because I bet you um, sales dropped. Mm, who knows? But they tried. They tried doing that when Steve Jobs was still around. And sales dropped. They had to bring it back. In fact, the G5s, the older. In fact, this one might even have. I've never. I've never been this one up. But the 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 towers, mm-hmm. the system speaker is like a fucking high end speaker. It's not the little bitty button you see on Windows computers. It's got its own baffle and it's like a fucking woofer, just to play that chord. Just to play that chord. Wow. Um, yeah. In fact, I want to make a I want to make a stereo for my bike. I might get on eBay and get a couple of the speakers um, to use as the speakers from for my bike. I want to kind of have each speaker mounted on a handlebar on each side of the handlebars. Because <laughs> what I do now is I got my skull candy, um, my uh, yeah, my skull candy uh, air raid. Uh, I bungee it to the front rack. And I Bluetooth it to my phone, and that works really good. Um, but I kind of want a more customized, you know. You carry so much. How do you, your bike, it, like you've got your saddlebags, you've got that stereo thing, it, like it doesn't weigh you down. I've got a handlebar, but it's an electric bike, dude. Well, no, but it doesn't, like. It's an electric bike got a motor on it i know but it seems like it would be like too top heavy or something (laughs) no (laughs) no i've got a handlebar bag i've got my stereo on there i've got my my saddle bags on there um you're fully loaded i even got a trailer for that thing when i need it have you, uh, che- have you tested that out yet? As far as the trailer goes, yeah. Cool. I can pull 80 pounds with with that trailer. So all my camping gear fits on it. And uh, I'm thinking um, I'd love to have a full-size aluminum canoe, which I'll probably have one day. But right now I'm thinking of an inflatable uh, an inflatable canoe like Coleman makes one that's got really good reviews and um, so I could pack that with all my camping shit put it on the trailer and I can go anywhere I got a fucking boat I've got you know I'd have all my camping shit on there and have my bike you know <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking of uh, shit hits the fan scenario and right now my bike is is my only option. Um, I, I I grab my backpack with my camping gear in it, and I would hit the fucking road. Um, I'd grab the charger from my bike. I'd love to have solar panels. Um, but uh, yeah, I'd grab the uh, grab the battery charger from my bike. Uh, I would strap everything down to my trailer. And uh, it's quick disconnect, so I, I 
I put the pin in that trailer and I'd be gone. I'd get 20 miles from here. And one charge. Yeah, well, <laughs> if, if you like any of any of these things, please, you know, help us out. If you, you know, if you can help us with some of these other um, technical issues, God knows we got enough of them. Shit. I don't know what technical issues we really have at this point. Um, the fact that Are we the... can't, can't play clips. Oh, that's, nobody's going to help us out with that. The fact that. Like you have to, have to, you have to, you have to have like a roadcaster or something to be able to do all that. I don't, I can't afford that right now. Yeah. <laughs> Regardless, if you find this interesting, like, share, subscribe, you know, write, write it on billboards, shout it at the moon, tell your friends, tell your dogs, tell your cats. Um, yeah, my my thing right now is um, just help us build an audience. You know, uh, it's we're just gonna quit doing it. I mean, you know, if nobody's listening, we're, we could just talk to each other. I mean, you know, that's what this is all about. Anyway, we kind of approach it as y'all being able to kind of listen in onto a conversation that Gio and I are having. And we can have this conversation without y'all. I mean, we don't have to go through all the trouble. I mean, really. And there's been Comcast, there's been podcasts that come and go, and that's fine. And this could be one of them. I mean, you know, whatever. I personally would like to see it be a success because we have put a lot of investment into it, time, energy, freaking money, um, and willpower. You know, and to see it drizzle, it's just kind of depressing because, you know, if you listen to us, we have interesting things to say. I mean, anybody who has listened to us has said that. Um, but you don't know that if you don't listen to it. So mm -hmm. it's just discouraging. I mean, really. I want to say depressing, but it really doesn't bother me that way. It's just discouraging. It doesn't motivate me to want to keep doing it, you know. Mm -hmm. I mean, I could be happy not doing this. I mean, you know, but uh, I'm kind, I was kind of excited when we got going. You know, things were working out. We, we, we would run up on a challenge and overcome it and we'd go on to the next show and then, um, it's, it's like, okay, now we're at a point where things are starting to work better. You know, if you remember to plug in your laptop anyway, uh, <laughs> um, I'm going to get crap about that for the next, I would guess five shows, but, uh, <laughs> but at least things are better, but mm. no, 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 no more. You know, I gave up my personal podcast to focus my energy on this, you know, um, which was not an easy decision because that's easy for me to do. It's one person. I could do it within the software. I edit it with um, and I could add all kinds of stuff really easy. 
you, you know, really I could add clips if I wanted to, um, you know, whatever. It, it, doing it solo is a hell of a lot easier than doing a dual, dual host situation. And I gave that up, the easy one, to focus on the hard one. And now I feel like maybe was that a good decision because nobody's listening to this one, you know, and people were listening to that one, you know, and, um, like I said, I want this to be a success. I want to keep doing it or else I wouldn't be, but I don't know. I don't know. Just promote it and see where it goes. I tried guilting people on Facebook. They don't care. Yeah, they don't care. They don't read anything I post anymore. <laughs> uh, that was inevitable, you think? Well, I never expected them to pay attention anyway, but you know, I post something and everybody hits like on it, but you don't listen to it. Okay, like like when this show's released on my personal Facebook, you'll you'll do the public page, the Geek vs. the Geek Facebook page, but I'll post it on my personal page. It'll get you know, it'll get a few likes and whatnot. None of those people will listen to the show. None of them. <laughs> and I'm like, why you like this if you don't listen to it? Yeah, man, I think that's that needs to be the title of the show, man. Listen to this shit. (laughs) (laughs) Does that make any sense, though? Why are you going to like, I don't, I don't like, um, like, I'm not going to see a Primus video or, you know, okay, like a band, okay, Spoon, for example. Okay. I'm not going to just, this band I never heard of comes across my Facebook. I'm not going to listen to the video that, that's there. I'm just going to, oh, yeah, Spoon, cool, like. I'm going to go listen to that band, or at least that one video, and say, okay, Spoon, this is this I, you know, I like that, cool, like. And if I see a Pink Floyd video come along, I'm, I'm going to hit the heart button, you know. I'm not going to do that unless I've heard it, you know? I mean, I get people all the time, you know, I have relatives all the time that are like, uh, uh, how's your little podcast going? Can I listen to it? I'm like, why do you need my permission to listen to it? They're not asking for permission. They're, They're asking you, am I able to? Like, how do I listen to it? I mean, I don't actually think any of my family members would give a shit. To be perfect. No, honest, no, but no, 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 but no, nobody on your end listens to this show. I know no, they don't. No, no, I mean, nobody in your state listens to this show. <laughs> Not one person in Mississippi listens to our show. Uh, I mean. <laughs> I mean, I didn't really, like you, I don't really expect much, but I mean, at least tell me, like, I don't care if you tell me we suck. In fact, I halfway expected, you know, like, what's wrong with you people? 
You have to listen to it in order for it to suck. I mean, I mean yeah, I know. But not even giving it the time, which I don't know. You, you're a lot, of, a lot of your relatives, quote unquote, and friends get like you get like hate hated on Facebook and 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 censored and 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 all this other shit, which makes absolutely no sense to me. Like oh, my friends and relatives don't give me shit. Facebook gives me shit. <laughs> They just kind of, you know, if I get into a disagreement with a family member, um, they know better. I mean, uh, I mean, I like I said before, before was were we on the air when I? Yeah, we were talking about the queue and stuff. I don't go down these rabbit holes unless I can pr- validate what I'm saying. I don't like sounding like a fool. Uh, I mean, you know, I'm not going to sit here and just spout shit. And then when somebody challenged me, oh, oh I didn't think about that. Oh, uh, no. Nah, when they challenge me on it, I'm going to give you three sources at least. Um, and the whole Q thing is legit. I mean, that and the part that I can't prove is plausible. It's not so far fetched. It's not not like we're trying to prove ghosts exist here. I mean, you know, yeah. <laughs> Well, I, what I kept thinking about the Q, if, if this kind of shit exists, why is the te- the technology not improved? Why do we not fucking have? I mean, because uh, there's there is, there's an inherent danger that comes with it, and that's there. You know, again, you've got two factions. You got two people says launch the torpedoes, and you got the other faction that says, "Oh, wait a minute." This shit's peaceful now, but, you know, it could flip a switch anytime at once. Mm. Like, what happens when Q decides that there is no way humans can help them? Because Q is looking at this from uh, a perspective of protecting itself, okay? As a result, it's trying to protect the humans as well, Okay. But what if Q gets to the point like there is no way to protect myself and the humans? That's kind of what happens lo- then. That's kind of a logical, uh, logical conclusion, wouldn't you say? I would, and wouldn't you say that that's that's what a computer would naturally gravitate to? Yeah, but I can't imagine. I can't imagine a scenario to where. Um. Well, I can, I can, I can, and I can't. Like, I can't get like the movies makes it very plausible. If you've ever seen, who hasn't seen the Terminator at this point? Um. Okay, you give over all your all strategic decisions to a computer. Computer figures out that humans are a liability. So, computer decides to eliminate liability. It's kind of a natural evolution of things. Mm. And then the humans, because they're human, they panic and they're like, oh, no, 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 you can't do that. I'm in control. Mm. Stop. Let me unplug you. No, you can't unplug me. I'm. I'm a being. I, you know, I have feelings. I have wants. I have needs. I have. You know, I have a right to live, and I'm going to fight back. Mm. And 
you know. <laughs> well, there's a lot left on the table for the next show. Oh um, yeah. So we'll 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 wrap it up and uh, certainly give me a lot to think about. Um, and uh, thanks for another three hour episode, homie. Yeah, we got a lot. We got a lot of. We got a lot out there. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, I think it's therapeutic. We just bitch a while about the listenership. Um, <laughs> once I, once I hit the stop button, I'm I'm probably gonna be over it. Um, until well, at least until after production. Um, yeah, which I know I'll own that. It's my fault. I'm sorry. It won't happen again, Mr. Toothman. I promise. Don't say it won't happen again. That's all I ask because <laughs> <laughs> we we both know there's potential there. <laughs> I don't expect impossibilities. I just I'm just glad you own it. That's all I ask for. But do not say it won't happen again. <laughs> well. Until next time, guys, I'm Geo. And I'm Bug. Later. Later, Gator.